0: I just thought Gwyneth Paltrow does cruises. Oh, that is interesting to me because she does not seem like a real cruise
1: bitch. I mean, she's definitely like a yacht bitch. A right? yacht bitch, sure, for sure. So maybe like she yachts next to the cruise, hops on, just hops on, gets on hops away. on, does a does a class with you, hops right off onto the yacht. That seems right for her. That feels right. No, feels right to me too. No
0: evidence that that is true, but Nitten. it feels right. Yeah. Her.
1: Yeah, that feels believable. Yeah. Um yeah, so
0: a camp would just be a little bit like a cruise that doesn't go anywhere.
1: Wow. I what
2: I'm doing, but I'm doing my best.
1: I'm not kidding you. It was like silent until i logged on and now someone is doing construction there's sirens coming closer i can hear them i can feel them in my soul and uh that's just the way it's going to be i think <laughs> well i have to fix something what do you have to fix what's wrong i'm recording my side there we go i just um had tried to
0: it's boring I don't care. I don't care. We don't need
1: to get into it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I literally don't care. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. I don't care. (laughs) Casey.
0: I know. Casey. I know. It's been a wild week. You had your birthday. Fuck off. As predicted...
1: How did I know? (laughs) You just knew. That's how it was going to be. I just knew it was how it was going to be. Yeah. I've not been having the greatest time. No, I, I don't think anyone is. I think even people
0: who believe at this moment that this is the greatest time for them,
1: it's not. Should I close that window? Is this gonna just be such a bummer to listen to the construction? Can you hear it so clearly?
0: I can hear it, but
1: you know, I'm sure it's hot there as well. It actually weirdly cooled down today, but guess what Casa Kismet got? An air conditioner? It did! Oh, and guess great. where they had to put it? Um directly next to where I do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why the windows are open today. But let me just close these windows because I do okay. feel like I, right. I have headphones on and I can hear it. So okay. it must be really loud. Hold on. I think it's better. It's a little better. Before the podcast, um, I always
0: unplug my office refrigerator as well because it is as noisy as construction.
1: Listen, you know what? That refrigerator has caused a lot of strife it's caused a lot in your of, life, a lot of drama. I love it. I do
0: love it. I will have to say. Okay. It feels like the height of luxury to be able to keep. I have one medication that needs to be refrigerated. I have a love of seltzer and other Mm -hmm. types of soft drinks. Mm -hmm. And it's so good not to have to walk all the way to the kitchen. All the way. It's like 10 steps, but whatever. And uh, also keep some skincare products in there. So, you know, it feels like... It feels like a good thing, but I do have to unplug it cuz it makes a sound exactly like my stomach made
1: in that meeting before I had to eat that banana that time. Do you feel <laughs> do you feel like do you feel like I have to turn off my fountain too? Can you really hear the fountain?
0: Oh, I just assumed it was your toilet, but yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Hold on. I'm going to unplug the fountain. Okay. Well, now I'm going to have to put on the tank top because otherwise I'm going to be too hot. <laughs> that was fast. Fifth outfit of the day. <laughs> it's, it's 1 p.m. It's 1 p.m. Is it outfit your of
0: the day. fifth outfit because of sweating? I mean, this
1: one wasn't because of sweating. This was due to... This was preemptive. Preemptive to prevent Because I don't want to sweat. Um, the first outfit change was sweating, the second outfit change was also temperature, but not sweat. Like, just like I was like weirdly. Well, no, no, no. Sorry. First episode, first episode change. First outfit <laughs> change was sweat. Second outfit change was like, I wanted to try a different look on. Yeah. Then I was kind of weirdly chilly. So I, there was third outfit change, sure. which is what I was just wearing. Yeah. And now we're at fourth. Did I say four, four or five?
0: Yeah. I mean, you're like who does a lot of outfit changes? I Jay, do a lot of outfit you changes. Do.
1: It's like yeah. you're a performer. I'm like Katy Perry hosting anything. <laughs> I'm like Ariana Grande host. I'm like uh, what's the one that you, I'm like Vanessa Hudgens hosting the MTV Awards. <laughs> I change. I change every five minutes and that's just a constant that's just who I am that's what I've always been yeah and even in these times I have I've changed a lot I change constantly I'm constantly changing
0: yeah you know what my promise Mm. is to you if if Mm. I outlive you which you know Mm. unlikely but Mm. um I'll change your outfit at your funeral
1: yeah yeah that's great that's exactly right (laughs)
0: Like, just lay it out um, how you want it, how you want it to be. And, you know, who's the, who is the performer that had all those outfit changes during her funeral in New York City? Do you remember that? No. It was, I remember being so impressed by it that she had, um, she had the foresight to and of course she's like super famous and it's just that I have like uh oh Aretha Franklin had three outfit changes during her funeral. And uh that's Aretha not, Franklin's dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, she yeah, she died a, a few years back. Um oh not even a few years, twenty twenty. So
1: two years back. Well, so I guess it that makes sense why I don't know.
0: Yeah, but the, I was thinking of someone else that had like even more outfit changes than
1: um than Aretha Franklin. I hope it started with a fur and then sh- and then someone took the fur off because she would be too hot. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think that would be good. I'm worried about um Me? No, no I'm just I'm worried about <laughs> Now I'm like, I, I picked up my phone. I shouldn't have picked up my phone because I was trying to think of who it was that I originally knew as having all those outfit changes during her funeral. And now mm. I'm like, how did... I'm like seeing headlines like, how did Aretha Franklin choose her outfits for her? You know, it's it's not important. I'm just glad she got her final wishes. It seems like she got her final wishes to have outfit changes. And I was thinking of someone else. It was... um Someone from the Latin music world who mm-hmm. had a very big funeral in New York mm-hmm. City, and they mm-hmm. brought her through the streets in a carriage and Jesus. um I don't know who this is, and I can't believe, and I, I just don't want to say like the, sure the just wrong, anyone yeah, the wrong name. I don't want to name someone who is in fact alive because that that's got to be the worst. When someone's like, oh, I think it was so-and-so, and then that person's like, that person's still alive, you know? Well, it's only bad if
1: it gets back to that
0: person. <laughs> I feel like it does. I feel like it's, um, like, it energetically gets back to that person. Like, maybe they trip or they drop something and it's frustrating. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Anyway, moving on from funeral outfit changes. Uh, yeah.
1: So here it we It was Celia
0: Cruz. That's who it was. It was Celia Cruz. Fantastic. S- Salsa Queen. Had several Fantastic. outfit changes. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Now
1: really moving on <sighs> from a thing you never wanted to talk about. I mean, I didn't that's not true. That's not even <laughs> that's not even remotely. I don't know where it's like where is the where is the day going to take us today, Casey? We don't oh know. Oh my gosh. We don't. I know. We actually actually don't know. We actually don't know. So, how's it been for you? Well, what has been going on. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where it's
0: hard and you must get this times a million, but I feel like a lot of people are feeling this way, like the same way that we're feeling about everything that happened um, with the the Supreme Court decision. And um, it's hard because I really, like, I take it on and I absorb it. And of course I do. It's like very personal to me as like uh, someone who grew up as a young girl in the United States and has always lived with this right and how fragile it was. So I feel like this, like, you know, this psychic weight, kind of like, it's like a weight, like, you know, like someone put something heavy on you and you can't, mm-hmm. you can't breathe right or you can't move. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's just hard because I think, like, again, kind of related to what we talked about A couple weeks ago is that, like, I feel like a lot of people are trying to relate through, like, memes and stuff. So my inbox was, like, jammed with, like, just here's an article, here's a meme, here's a political cartoon, here's this. And, like, I know you'll agree with this and I know you'll feel this. And it was a lot, you know, just a lot. And I just sort of had to, like put my phone down and because I'm like, yes, I do agree with this and I have seen this and I know this and you're like, you're shouting to the choir, you know, sort of. And so I felt kind of bad because I sort of had to, um, step away because, you know, that can just eat up all your time. Just like going through those messages and just going down a million rabbit holes of like, looking at this stuff or whatever. And I was like, I can either do this or I can like do something. So I just chose to like put my phone down and get on my computer where I'm less apt to get those messages and like do the things that
1: actually felt like I was doing something. So. Yes. Uh I too had to put my phone down. <clears throat> hard. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I was actually surprised. I have to tell you, I was surprised by my, by what's happened to me this week. I've been, I've been surprised. I'm surprised by myself. Because you thought have, you'd be more I prepared? Have su- I have surprised <laughs> myself um, at age now 43. Never too old to surprise yourself. Um yeah. Because I thought that I, because I feel like I'm very prepared yeah. for this. Yeah. I feel like I'm on the inside of lots of information and strategy and all kinds of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um and and yet like and I and I was waiting for it and I was saying like oh this is going to happen the day before my birthday or it's going to happen directly after my birthday. I have to say like um I really do wish it hadn't been the 24th. Oh wait, it just switched to my airpod. Wait, hold on. There you go. It just it just switched to my airpods for no reason. <laughs> I noticed. My No, my airpods are Literally, my AirPods are literally in their little home (laughs) in my fucking bag. Right. So So, calm down, AirPods. Stop. (laughs) What are you doing? You never fucking connect when I want you to. Right. And then, and then I'm sitting here just like, fine. And you're like, "Uh, now's my moment. I'm going to connect. I really want to connect. AirPods are like a man. I'm just sitting here minding my own fucking business and now you want to connect? Yeah. Guess what, motherfucker? I needed you c- to connect when I wanted to listen to Kate Bush. <laughs> so, you know what? You're done. <laughs> throw you out the window. I'm fucking done with it. Anyway, I uh yeah, I and so like I, I really do wish <laughs> that I had gotten the weekend. I really do. Cause it was a, I've had a hard, I've been having it been, it's, oh my God, see, <laughs> I've been having. <laughs> You're
0: starting to talk like Cookie Monster. <laughs> That's how hard it is.
1: <laughs> it's been hard. It's been fucking hard. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm like, it's so wild. I can't figure out what would be best for me in this moment. What would, what I need. But, but the truth is like nothing is like the wine doesn't help. No wine doesn't help. Like weed doesn't help. No weed doesn't help. Working out doesn't help. Not working out doesn't help. Sleep, same. Cuddling my, dog same kids same look engaging online same eating food same yeah just fucking everything listening to music same being in community same it's not helping but it's not it's not hurting it's not helping i just feel So, you sent me that thing about my great-grandfather that a listener had, like, sent in this stuff. You know, guys, if you listen, I'm talking about my great-grandfather, sir, sir, no, Irwin, Irwin St. John Tucker. His pen name was Friar Tuck. And and I told you the stuff that I knew about him and then... A a reader, <laughs> that's what we call you guys. We call you guys readers. readers. A reader, reader, reader. She can't get a hold of her emotions. <laughs> um, a listener sent in like a little synopsis with a link to this article for, and Casey shared it with me. Um, about my great grandfather. Did you read that whole thing? I did. Do you know what the name of this episode is? What's the name of this episode? Ungovernable temper. (laughs) I love that. Which is what my great-grandfather was described as having, which I also would describe myself as having, which my child also (laughs) has the pleasure of having an ungovernable temper. He wasn't just like, a, he was like a fucking wild person. He was a firebrand, as they say. He was wild. I am my great grandfather's <laughs> great granddaughter. Great granddaughter. <laughs> I was going to say, I am my great grandfather's daughter. <laughs> I might be my great grandfather's daughter. You don't know. You might be him. I probably am. Well that's the thing. I probably fucking am. You know, I don't know about anything turns out. But I do think, you know, I was a al- lot I was alive when he was alive. We were alive at the same time. He died after I was born. 81? Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He lived to a ripe old age
0: into his 90s. 96. 96 years old. Yeah. But we don't. I mean, we're only talking about. We
1: don't know how reincarnation works. He could. This is what I'm saying. We don't know souls. We don't right into your right. little body. That's right. We don't know soul. We don't know souls. Try as we may, we're not Amy Coney Barrett <laughs> with the with the understanding of all that's inside of her little pea brain.
0: <laughs> well, that that was um, sent to us by reader and listener, B.W. Radley, in our Facebook group, just this really in-depth article, like, your great-grandfather was, like, went before the Supreme Court.
1: My great-grandfather went before the Supreme Court.
0: For, like, being an
1: agitator. He was an agitator. <laughs> 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 um Yeah, it was Here's amazing. Another, yeah, no, this is, like... This is like, I just want to say an official fuck you to those genealogy TV shows that I begged to be on for a million fucking years because, guys, this is the best version of your show <laughs> of all time. And you fucking missed it. You, you blew and it. These, these bitches get it now. <laughs> we get it now because we did our own research. <laughs> Um, listen, listen, I mean, he's a, he was a fucking radical. He was talent. This is how they describe talented, versatile, courageous, dedicated to the struggle for a better world. I mean, really intense, super intense. He lived to be 96. Yes. Um, Uh huh. He um I should have highlighted things, guys. I'm not great at uh you know school. You're not a journalist. I'm not a fucking journalist. <laughs> I went to two years of college and left so I could be on freaks and geeks. Come on. <laughs> um <laughs> okay, this is how my great grandmother Nell. Okay, this is this is also wild. My great grandfather used a briefs. <laughs> Casey, Casey. He was an, he was an it girl influencer. He fucking started a breeves. You know, who I've always said that I was the originator of a breeves because in seventh grade, I made up a whole language with my friend that were just, that was just a breeves And like no one else could understand what we were fucking saying. That I was just talking in a breeves. Yes. Okay. And now, obviously, abreaves have been, you know, we all have abreaves. And then people are like, no, it's like very Australian. The abreeves are very... Well, guess what? My great-grandfather has something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not wrong. Maybe I did invent it because his soul is in me. Um, so my great-grandmother Nell remarked that, quote, a man who spells examiner X-M-N-Y and Tucker TK is, I believe constitutionally in a hurry. (laughs) His brother, Ernest observed a desire to quote, to push evolution too fast, which caused a fever. And his mother noticed an impatience of restraints along with seeking after the melodramatic, liking to be in the spotlight and a penchant for direct action.
0: Wow. It was like a 30-page article, by the way, on um, the case of Irwin St. John Tucker, which... My uh, direct great-grandfather. Direct great-grandfather. And there's a fantastic photo of him behind bars.
1: I'm obsessed with it. Well, in fact, in in fact, guess what I'm doing. What? After dinner with Michelle and... uh, Tommy last night for my birthday, which actually was sort of like an amazing reset slash. I declared you the twenty seventh my birthday, <laughs> yeah, whatever the twenty eighth, whatever day it was yesterday. Who cares? Uh, ended up telling them this whole story, and Michelle's like, can't get over it. Like, yeah, is like, this is the best thing that I've ever heard. You know. And like we said, like we talked about last week, like a lot of times genealogy or like it can be, it can feel real gross, right? Like especially, you know, but this feels not that at all. This feels like, I don't like, this feels like, um, well, it's, it's deeply gratifying to me, someone who's always felt like a fucking weirdo and an outsider that like, it's literally in my blood to be this way kismet as some people would say mm. wouldn't you know it wouldn't you know um it? so, so you anyway, gonna... yes he was arrested he was arrested in one of the protests that he was involved in i think it was the Hull house riots right that he was arrested yeah, in i think so and he wore his clerical collar uh was holding his prayer book and the picture is not what you think it's gonna be he looks so he looks as michelle said Busy, he looks exactly like you. <laughs> he looks delighted. He looks like the fucking cat that swallowed, or the Gina that swallowed <laughs> the canary. He looks so fucking behind bars, and serene. Posing, yeah. yeah. Beatific, as some people will sometimes say. Beatific. Um, but I want to make a t-shirt with that image and ungovernable temper.
0: <laughs>
1: I love that.
0: I love I also that. just
1: want to make ungovernable temper. Well, I or, like, I immediately said to my friends, um, Oh, I'm that's, I'm getting that tattooed on me. I'm getting ungovernable <laughs> temper tattooed on me. And he was like, my friend was like, I mean, maybe a t-shirt. I don't know. Like, maybe. <laughs> like, maybe just start with a t-shirt. I was like, try it on the t-shirt. I was like, you don't get it. You don't get it. I am ungovernable temper, AKA also, the name of my next book, which I'll start writing imminently, Ungovernable <laughs> Temper. I love that so much. I
0: did, FYI, recently see a product advertised that will give you a one-year tattoo. If that's, that's somewhere between a tattoo and a T. Why would I do that? I don't just to see like it if it's your perfect place. I when you have listen, when you have an ungovernable temper, yeah, you're not getting a, a one year no. tattoo. You're no. You're getting you're going no. whole hog.
1: Oh come on. I was like, I'm this is my <laughs> neck tattoo, babe. <laughs> Like I'm putting it on my fucking neck Like this is across my chest Ungovernable temper Over my belly button That thing, wherever the <laughs> thing that those guys do That like sir, the rainbow over Yes, whatever.
0: over their belly button Yes
1: Anyway, let's be on the lookout for that shirt Um, It's happening Ungovernable temper Yeah, that's a good one that's It's everything one. It is so everything That was interesting reading that fuzzy, 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 (laughs) You guys, you know what's fuzzy? Do you know what's fuzzy? What's fuzzy? Gina's little tush (laughs) is fuzzy. You know what else? What else? Gina's little face is fuzzy. (laughs) I love being Gina's mom, but I don't. Love it when she has diarrhea and vomits in the middle of the night, you know, because I know something is up with their health or with her health or something. And I don't know why. And um, that's honestly one of the biggest challenges of being the parent of a fuzzy little golden doodle. (laughs) Enter. Enter fuzzy. Enter fuzzy. Fuzzy is guess what, guys? telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24 7 access to personalized pet care from veterinarian professionals yeah that's amazing very excited because you know your dogs never get sick like nine to five remember when my dogs ate those
0: vagina chocolates guess when that happened when every vet 11 p.m yeah every vet in the world was closed yeah
1: Um, Fuzzy also can like recommend products for your pet handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members. I mean, from getting your pet's diet right, meeting their middle of the night vomit needs, (laughs) figuring out what's going on with them figuring out why their breath smells a certain way. Nothing's too big or too small for a quick fuzzy call. I'm obsessed with this. This is exactly what we need as owners of multiple pets in our home. Like, by the way, I could have just called fuzzy when the air conditioning was out. It was super hot. Like, can the cats be in on air-conditioned homes. Do you right. know what I mean? They like, would have had an answer to that question. I didn't need to have the whole Michigan. I don't know if you guys remember that whole story, but like, you know what I mean? That was like yeah. Fuzzy was a phone call away. Yeah. Um, right now Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash best today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements food, and more at y-o-u-r-f-u-z-z-y.com slash best. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash best for your free trial of fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet recommended products. We love you, fuzzy. Ooh, I love that sound.
0: I love it as well. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. You know who uses Shopify? Hmm,
1: Casey, I do, but why don't you tell everyone? <laughs> Brave
0: Gowns, who makes our merch, uses Shopify to sell, Busy Phillips is doing her
1: best, merchandise, and it works great. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. And it has never let us down in our merch sales. Uh, You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and in person sales, by the way. store that I liked didn't use Shopify then now does use Shopify and I'm so grateful because oftentimes I would try to get stuff online and they would place the order and then you would get I would get an email like 25 minutes later like oops sorry that's actually gone Ugh. not with Shopify not with Shopify guys there's so many possibilities powered by Shopify go to shopify.com/ her best all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash herbest right now. shopify.com slash herbest. I... My birthday fucking sucked. Um, I'm it was, sorry. Just, I know, it's. it was, well, I mean, I don't, whatever. I went to the Washington Square March and yeah. with our friend Nicole. She's the best. She is the best. Uh, and thank God she was with me because um, it was. I don't know how... 70,000 people or some shit. It was a lot. It was super intense and really overwhelming. And uh, we didn't make it the whole way over to uh, Union Square because I got very overwhelmed. And I honestly needed to lie the fuck down. Like, I had to lie down. Yeah. Um, And sometimes you got to lie down, guys. And so... Yeah. So then I did that. And then um, Saturday was my birthday and Birdie had decided to go with a friend to like, you know, the beach for the weekend or whatever. And I was like, yes, go do that. That sounds so much more fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and being around me. Um, I kind of was just like wandering around. It was really strange. I had lunch with Sim and then I wandered around some more and was trying to decide if my friends like a couple like a friend of mine a couple friends of I, mine, of mine, a couple friends of mine, and I were trying to decide if we wanted to go up to Storm King and see this band Vagabond. Okay, play, but you know that band Vagabond. No, but oh. it doesn't I mean, mean they're that not. Cool. She sings that. No, they're very cool. She's really cool. She sings that song. It really waters me down. It's like very like. Do you know what Storm King is? Yes, I've been many times. Okay, so Storm King, guys. For those of you who don't know. Is a uh, like an outdoor sculpture garden art place, but it's like huge, gigantic. Yeah. And in in the New sculptures York, are huge, mm-hmm. and the sculptures are huge, and it's just like gorgeous and huge, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And so, it's like the kind of music you would like expect to be there, like a yeah. KCRW night, you know what I mean? Like, like, very chill vibes, yeah. But TBH, I like could. Couldn't motivate myself to move, really. Yeah. So then I just, like, went to dinner. And then just... Came home. Yeah. And then just, yeah. like... I mean, I listened to Beyonce at one point. I danced a little. Tried to get it together. Didn't yeah. really work. I cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was crying a lot that day. And then... Um, the next day, I woke up. It was Pride in New York, and I was just like, okay, "Don't know what I even." I didn't know what I even wanted to like do, participate in, whatever. And then um, a friend of mine called and was like, "Hey, listen. So, you know, Planned Parenthood was doing the main March, but thank God for Abortion is doing the Queer Liberation March because there's like multiple, you know, right, pr- right Pride marches in New York, yeah." come with us. Like, just come, just meet up. Just, like, come to the Queer Liberation March and, like, we'll do, you know, we'll march with Thank God for Abortion. And I was a little bit, like, uh uh-uh. okay. okay. Yeah, I would just, what? I'm sorry. I just was. I was yeah. not feeling, like, I don't know. So, but I went and I was, I'm so grateful I did because it was, yeah. it was actually, obviously, like, it was, that actually was, A moment of, like, just being in community, as they say. Yeah. With other people feeling the same thing I'm feeling and then some. And just feeling like, okay, like, we're going to keep – people are going to keep showing up. We're going to keep showing up. And also it's pretty special that, like, for the first time in, like, Pride's history – reproductive justice has been was centered obviously for obvious reasons but yeah um it still is worth mentioning because you know like so many movements tend to exist at the exclusion of other movements right and like that has always been sort of an issue with a lot of things right like and yeah. and even like in certain Like, in the fight for marriage equality, right? you know, there's, like, discussion among the trans community that, like, trans folk were left out of that conversation right? strategically because they didn't want to, like... But now, like, it's important to make sure that everyone is kind of, like, together and, yeah. you know, and, of course, like, white feminists, like, first-wave feminists versus like fucking turf feminists. Right. Those bitches. Can Who aren't feminists down. at all. No, they're not. Why do they say, I, it makes me so mad. Yeah. yeah. How do we just kick them out? I don't know,
0: but I feel like we should come up with a new name because turf means trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And I think they're like, maybe TURTs, like trans-exclusionary radical
1: terrorists or something like that, you know? terras. Ter- trans, ex- <laughs> Terra, trans exclusionary radical assholes. Oh, yeah. There we go. Terras. Yeah. Terras. They're Terras. <gasps> Terras. I love it.
0: It's interesting because, and, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, they, we still have to be better at including so many groups, particularly disabled people, a lot of people who are. I think of as being like super inclusive, um, do just forget disabled people. And I think that's probably just a function of maybe not having anyone that you know is disabled in your life. So I just feel like it's a good idea just following people on social media that are speaking to a certain issue and just being like a silent observer and learner and sometimes amplifying those people when I get More confident that I know a little bit about it. But I've been thinking a lot about our fractiousness, you know? And this is an argument that I'm seeing coming up a lot right now. um, You know, well, just in in the most basic way that a lot of, I've seen a lot of people going viral this week on um, social media by saying like, Democrats have done nothing, and this is why we, Mm. you know, Mm. why we can't be bothered to vote. I've seen some people say that. I've seen some people not go so far, but, you know, saying Democrats are doing nothing. They're using this to fundraise. They're using—here's what I will agree. And other people are like, no, Democrats have, have done a lot. You're just not aware of it because you're not paying attention, blah, 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 you know, and they're trying and we don't have the votes and this and that and the other thing. Here's what I will say. The Democrats, I believe, have been piss poor on messaging because here's the truth. Like, a lot of people need a refresher on how these things work and how they're accomplished And what the next best move is, like none of us are strategists, but they're asking people to have faith and to donate money without saying, like, this is what we're working on. This is what we need to win. You know, we're just hearing, like, we're never going to let this happen. And, you know, we, how many times have we heard we're not going to let this happen anymore? We need specifics from everyone, specifics from ha- for how this can be won. Just like Melissa from the States Project came and told us, here are the states where we have flippable seats this is the way that we can win this. You know, so you know, aside from all the act the arguments about like what executive actions anyone could take or whatever, I just want to know specifics from the people that we elected and I want to hear those before I hear can I have $3
1: or $6. I'm not t- I'm not kidding you. You probably heard me screaming at my phone. <laughs> at my fucking text messages from Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic National Committee because my screams were very loud. Yeah. And I felt, yeah, like, go fuck yourself. Any extra money I have right now is not going to you. It's going to fucking abortion funds. Right. It's going to help, like, people who need to access abortion. Uh, And and the center for repro rights and the people who are in the ACLU and the people who are like filing the lawsuits to right. figure out how to get around this fucking bullshit court it's wild oh my God. it's wild but but then i started
0: thinking about the fractiousness of like people with whom you know you were you were talking about like all these movements and how mm-hmm. they need to include each other and it dawned on me that there is no fighting for one cause on our side without fighting for all the causes because That's they're right. all they're all overlapping. They're all intersectional. We're seeing now you can't let one thing slip away without starting to look down the line at what's the next thing they're going to take. And I was just thinking, like, it's hard, right? It's like wrangling cats, right? Because everybody has their issue that is near and dear to them, and they want to be included, but also probably sometimes forget to include. You know what I mean? And then I was thinking about, mm. like, the Republicans, the right, they don't They don't have any causes. They don't even have anything to disagree about. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have causes because they're not for anything. Hmm. They
1: don't have causes. Well, they're for making more money, I guess.
0: Yes. And I mean, that's like a unifying principle. But they don't have groups disagreeing with each other or disagreeing with how things should be done because they're not for anything. They're not for anything That they need to be a united front on. Like, it's all about taking things away. Yes. From
1: people. others.
0: Yeah. And so it's just so easy for them to be on the same page because they're like, great. Does this cause misery? Does this cause harm? Great. You know, it's Twitter is a shithole and it's not. I can't. I can't. It's hardly worth it, and it was very frustrating because even some of my favorite elected officials um, that I think do a kick-ass job were just tweeting, like, I felt like platitudes and just, like, it, it's like robots, you know? They just, it's as bad as thoughts and prayers when, from the other side, when gun <laughs> violence happens. Totally. Yes. And, um, you know, and so sometimes it feels good in the moment to reply. And Stacey, (laughs) Stacey Abrams, who I love, 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 was like, you know, said this thing that I've heard a million times. This doesn't mean that there will be no more abortions. This just means an end to safe legal abortions. And I was like, honestly, Stacey and every billion other people who have made this point, do you think they give a fuck? They would love for us to either have to carry an unwanted child or die or relish the opportunity to have us be sent to jail or die. Either one is great for them. All, all three. Like, and I was like, they're we're threatening them with a good time.
1: That's exactly right.
0: Like, that's a good time for them. And so I'm just like, I don't know. I was just kind of worn out. Listen, I'm glad you got out. I'm glad you got to a march. Um, there is nothing like a march in New York City. It just there's nothing like it. And I haven't had that experience yet in
1: LA. Um well but I'm, I'm glad. glad that it was, I'm glad that it was like the Pride March because it was like yes. there was a combination. There was there was a combination of things happening around me. You know, I yeah. was there in support of thank God for abortion, which is an amazing organization. Um but also just like surrounded by the LGBTQIA community and the queer liberation parade specifically also has um like an access van that is for disabled people to be like a part of the parade and so great Good. like you know like they're really that I felt like that was just inc- I feel like they they are very uh inclusive and yeah. and I was impressed by uh it, like it was just, it was nice. Like it felt, it felt good, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> it's really hard. It's really hard because I know, I believe I've been trying to read the context clues of everything and mm-hmm. assume the best of people that I am able to assume the best of. And I know it's hard, and everybody is really trying, and it's hard to include everyone. And so, you know, there have been times when I've seen like two people get into it and I want to be like, hey, 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 you're on the same side. (laughs) Like, you know, like, let's just assume the best of each other and that this was an innocent mistake. And, you know, but also I get it. Like if I was feeling marginalized or cut out of something for the millionth time, maybe that millionth time you like snap and and call someone on it, but it's it's hard, right? Because we all have to like throw our full weight behind this and people are fucking
1: tired. They're tired. Well, we don't have we don't have the space to be tired. Right. And I guess that's like like I think I just said this today to someone. I'm I'm exhausted, but I won't be tired. Right. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't have that. That's not for me to be, to to tap out. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I got to keep showing the fuck up and keep doing the things and getting on the calls and, you know, showing up for the activations and posting the things that are being asked of me to post and still doing due diligence about organizations to make sure that it's the right organizations because there are still some, like, fucking shady-ass people always... Shady-doodle
0: organizations.
1: (laughs) You guys, there are shady fucking people who, like, will use this opportunity to make money, make sure you really fucking vet the things that you're supporting slash reposting slash putting money behind. You don't want to feel like an idiot. Trust me. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you maybe you get out. Maybe that's your kink. <laughs> uh, but I'm but glad. But I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt
0: I'm it. glad you got out. And I'm glad. I think that showing up for people is a really important thing that I know about you. That's, like, important to you. And so, it's interesting to me that where you weren't motivated to do much for yourself or doing things for yourself wasn't really helping, that when you sort of did say yes to something, it was for kind of somebody else. And that, another group. <laughs> yeah, that motivated you. Yeah, that's not but, surprising, right? No, no, not surprising. But no. it's, you know, sometimes that's that's what it takes. But also, I want to congratulate you. Because to me, it sounds like you gave yourself time to feel your feelings. And the reason that none of that other shit was helping is because you had feelings. And you probably still do to fucking yeah. feel. And you can't make those go away. You can't exercise them away. You can't drink them away. You can't cuddle them away. You can't fuck them away.
1: You have to feel your feelings. It's like um, that Solange song. <laughs> I tried to fuck it away. Tried to drink it away. You know that song? Cranes in the Sky. It's oh, like yeah. cranes in the sky. That song's amazing, guys. Everybody go listen to that song. That's go about as much that as one. we can, I can um, give you. Give you without having to be <laughs> charged. <laughs> Greens in the sky. Go listen the to it. Song for the week. Add it to the playlist.
0: But I'm really, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Thanks. you that you did all those things uh, because now you know that if you if you gave up, your great grandfather would haunt you from the inside. I
1: mean, I think he's, I think that's what's happened now. <laughs> I think that's it's not IBS. It's your great grandfather. I mean, truly, he's like, get your shit together, baby. <laughs> We got work to do. Uh, obsessed,
0: obsessed. Oh my gosh! I also was like, no joke, not to be a baby, but I got my COVID booster this week, and um, I that COVID booster remains undefeated over me. It
1: really really <laughs> fucked your shit out. up. It fucked Wait, my shit up. Did you get up. the shingles vaccine too? No, I have to get the shingles because vaccine. Because I heard that there's, like, shingles going around L.A. I have to get my
0: shingles vaccine started. Um, I went with our friend Keisha to get my COVID booster. We went to dinner first, and then um, it was still a time of no cars. So we had to wait for Matt to come Stop pick it. us up. And What's bring... happening with
1: the cars? Wait, just fill us all in real fast with the cars. What's happening?
0: Well, th- we have cars now. There are, like, Matt has his car, and it half works and my car is back from wraps la tony did a beautiful job it's can you send me a pic
1: i want to see a picture yes
0: i'll send you a picture i'll i'll send you a picture of how cute it is now really as opposed to sad silver but anyway matt came and picked us up and brought us to walgreens to get our vaccine and we were a little late and the lady was like i'll stop having it, it? No, she was like, "I'll still do it. I'm not supposed to, but um, why? Because, because the pharmacy was closing and it would oh, have, oh, 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 and oh, they have to like watch you for fifteen minutes to make sure you don't turn into a monster, I guess, but um, but I think, she, it's, I
1: think it's to make sure you don't have a reaction.
0: <laughs> well, one of the reactions and could be turning I'm, into a monster.
1: Casey, I don't think that that i don't I think that's misinformation that you're spreading <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> And I'm here to say I'm not for misinformation being spread on our podcast. So we did not turn into monsters, okay? Because but that's not a possible side effect (laughs) of the vaccines, guys. Just I just need you to know the truth, okay? Like Casey is just being like a little hyperbolic. (laughs) But anyway, um, I was gonna get the COVID booster, and then I heard on the Busy Phillips podcast that you could potentially turn into a a a monster, monster. and I'm just like not willing to take that risk at this point (laughs) in my life. You know what I mean? Because like. I, like, don't want to turn into a monster. Oh, my God. But I was thinking
0: of all of you because I had walked to the restaurant to meet Keisha. And then it was like this, you know, the sweat just doesn't stop. Like, once you start sweating in the summer in the valley, it's not stopping. So I was sweated all through dinner. I sweated in the rental car that my husband picked us up in after he got out of work. I was sweating while I was waiting to hear if the pharmacy tech was going to be able to give us our shots because we were a little bit late. And then, um, yeah, and it wasn't a snack situation. You don't get snacks offered to you when you sit down to get a shot. So there were no napkins. So I did leave a fully sweaty ass print on the the vaccine chair. And then the vaccine tech used a... um, a Clorox wipe to wipe off my ass. That's, sweat print. On, that's up. That's upsetting. Sorry.
1: <laughs> but you know, here's what I'm saying. But that's why you have to carry the handkerchief with you. Yeah. But it was like, thank God I
0: was with Keisha and the vaccine pharmacy tech was very funny, and she was like, "Listen, I'm just being real. My ass sweats too." And uh, and then we all had a good laugh about it, and uh, that's just what happens. But yeah, that's this is why I always take a snack in a meeting so that I can have that napkin and pretend that I'm wiping crumbs. Uh, when I get
1: up, such such an incredible, incredible life hack. <laughs> if we've learned if we've learned nothing else from this pod, that trick alone is it. That's it. That's it's it. it.
0: If you can't sit in a mesh chair, go for a fabric chair. and if there's no fabric chair and you have to sit on a shiny vinyl chair, just try to get a tissue or a napkin and pretend that you're wiping crumbs. I'm wiping wiping those crumbs. (laughs) Anyway, the vaccine, like, the first one I ever had, I got, you know, a little bit of a fever and I, like, slept a lot. But I just am so fragile, busy, that, like, I got that shit last week and my arm is just starting not to hurt. It's so wild. Why am I just, I'm so fragile. You know? I'm I'm such a fragile person
1: <laughs> physically. I'm frail. I'm. I mean, we all sort of are in many Ugh. different ways. Ugh. But that is particular. But that's also just the Ellers Danlos. I think.
0: Yeah, probably. You're. Pro- yeah. It probably
1: doesn't like me sticking metal into my body. No, I'm sure not. I have to go get my. Speaking of which, I have to go get my mammogram tomorrow morning. <gasps> uh, I don't want to do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't want to do it. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) I'm gonna do it. Don't worry. Wait, I have to pee so bad because I had I like don't don't ask. I've had a lot of liquids. I know why why you have to pee. You had liquids. That's why. Lots of. I'll be right back. Hiya, how you doing? (laughs) Hiya. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, guys. Hiya, in case you don't know, are these incredible children's vitamins. Um, Because I unfortunately learned the very hard way that most children's vitamins are basically just candy in disguise uh, with lots of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, gummy junk that uh, causes cavities. And that was a lesson I learned. But this is Obviously, maybe a lesson that someone over at Haya learned as well because it's why it was created. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins have so much sugar, 5 grams of sugar and can contribute to... A lot of health issues, including cavities. Um, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, yet it really tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. I even get my kids to take it, which is a miracle. <laughs> Um, it's formulated with the help of nutritional experts and is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO. It's vegan, dairy-friendly, allergy-free, gelatin-free, not free. Everything else you can imagine free that you don't want and all of the things that you do want. So honestly, my kids are the into the Haya vitamins, which is fantastic for me. And also it comes with this cute bottle and there are stickers and we just decorate our stickers. And then Bertie used their own stickers that they had and decorated it even more so we can tell them apart, the bottles apart. And we know where Bertie's taking their vitamins and Cricket's taking her vitamins. It's... Kind of the best thing ever. It's great. And they're sent straight to your door. So you know I love that. One last thing for busy parents to worry about. For sure. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim the deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Busy. This deal is not available on their regular website, okay? So you have to go to hiyahealt com slash Busy, B-U-S-Y, and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults do it for them and for me. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp! Life can be overwhelming. Many people are burned out, especially now. You Some, can,
0: what? Sometimes without even realizing that we're burned out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just feel like a lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped or detachment or fatigue or... I mean, any number of things, guys. <laughs> um, I notice that I'm burned out when day after day feels
0: the same and, like, there's just this mounting stack of
1: things weighing on me. Oh, my God. I know I'm burned out with, you know... A lot when I just feel like I have to just lie on the floor and not do anything. (laughs) Also, I think that people associate burnout with work, but that's not the only thing that can get you burned out. No. Anyway... Any of our roles in life can lead us to feeling burned out. A better help Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing the stress in your life and help you eliminate it or breathe through it or find tools and ways to cope. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Um, It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under $48 hours, which is fantastic. And guys, if you're feeling, especially this week, like maybe you need someone to talk to, highly recommend BetterHelp. Busy Phillips is doing her best. Listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash busy. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash busy, B-U-S-Y, for 10% off your first month. Honestly, do something good for yourself, please.
0: Okay, so while you were peeing, I just looked on Twitter just to pass the time, and you know that they're holding, like, a special um, hearing today, like a surprise hearing. With yeah, the surprise. what was
1: it? I, with don't the know
0: the, I don't know who the witness is, but I just am seeing all these people saying, holy shit and Jesus. And somebody. Wait, said, how do we find out? <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to find out right now, but it says, "Holy shit! Trump attacked his Secret Service guy and grabbed the steering wheel of the car to drive to the Capitol."
1: But Weird. I don't. I don't know what.
0: <laughs> I don't. Former Mark Meadows aide. Cassidy Hutchinson, says Donald Trump pleaded with Secret Service to let my people in. People armed with weapons, by the way, to his January 6th rally. They're not here to hurt me, he said. My whole Twitter timeline is just holy shit over and over.
1: What the fuck? Oh, Trump knew. I guess. I guess. Mm. I don't fucking care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the fucking mags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. He orchestrated the riot. Wow. 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 He was upset that the metal detectors were influencing his crowd size. So he demanded they take the fucking mags and that he didn't care they had weapons. Wow. 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 Anyway. Interesting. Interesting What is it going to do, though? What's it going to mean? What's it going to do? What's it going to? Nothing. That's what it feels like. Nothing. I feel crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because, well, this is another example of, like, people are like, why isn't this committee pressing charges? And I'm like, guys, the committee. just a committee. It's it's just a hearing. They don't have the right to press charges charges that would be up to the Department of Justice. And do we know if the Department of Justice is working up a case? Maybe. Maybe, but we won't know until we until we
1: know. And then it maybe not. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Oh Apparently also Howard Stern said today that he's probably gonna have to run for president to oh god over, overturn all this bullshit that's happening. I'm like, I don't Howard, I'm like pretty sure that's not the answer. But <laughs> Like, you know what? You know what? You know what? Who fucking knows? Well, now we know that
0: nothing that Howard had done in the past would preclude him. Well, that's a a hundred. A hundred. So, I don't... Oh, God. I know people love Howard Stern. And I think that he's... I think that I like who he is now, but oh, my gosh. I feel like he put us all through a lot early in the early days. We were put through... A lot (laughs) with that guy. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. I know your sister loves Howard Stern so much. She would always be telling me, no, he's good now. He's great. But I I haven't listened to him in a long time. But I did see him at Joan Rivers' funeral. He delivered the eulogy, and it was great. It truly was. Oh, that's nice. Very good and funny.
1: Um. All right. Well, let's just do this. What are you doing your best? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can see behind me right now. My office is
0: chaos, and so
1: I'm really. You guys, it looks. I mean, honestly, just the same as it always does. I'm not kidding.
0: It's chaos. Okay. All right.
1: All right.
0: Um, but I'm just trying to like, you know, when we moved in this office, we originally put our bedroom in here for like a couple weeks and then we're like, no, this was the wrong choice. We're moving to the other room. Even though it's like a little smaller, it just has like you can see the backyard, and that's a more pleasant thing than looking overlooking an alley and seeing the planes coming in for (laughs) a (laughs) landing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's just like nicer to look at the backyard than just like, you know, looking at an alley. I don't I think we did it because it, this
0: room is slightly larger And um, this is where the people we bought the house from, this was their master bedroom. We don't say primary bedroom, their primary bedroom. Um, And so, but so we moved our bedroom and then my office went in here really quickly. And it's just, it's never been settled. It's never been right. And then the whole refrigerator gift, throwing everything into chaos. And so now I'm really just like, I'm really just pulling everything out of everywhere and starting from scratch. Mm. But it's a big project. And so, you know, I'm trying to separate my clothes into donate things I can sell that are like, you know, kind of used one time. And maybe somebody can use them also for one time and get them at a bargain or whatever, you know, like fancier dresses and stuff. Uh, Yeah. And then I am trying to put in new closet systems, trying to arrange everything in such a way. I'm trying to split it up so that because it's also like my closet. So I'm trying to split it up so that it's a getting ready space. And
1: a working space. And I wonder if there's like a, sc- you should put like a screen up or something. Yeah, maybe. It's not even
0: like, I don't even care if there's privacy or whatever, because it's just, you know, I'm the one that uses the room. What I mostly care about is that the stuff for one thing is in one spot and not commingling with the stuff for another
1: thing. Like mm. I'm right here. You're like a to toddler you. on their dinner plate.
0: Yeah, look at, I have, like, a hairbrush right here, like, next to... Not acceptable, pod- no. I have, like, mirror, eyeshadow, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it just needs to be separate so that they don't start to encroach
1: on each other. Yeah, okay, I'm like a toddler. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. What are you doing your best at? Wait, so, but what was the answer? I don't even understand.
0: I'm just, I'm, like, doing my <laughs> best at... Like, I'm here in the middle of chaos. I'm literally, like... There are things about to topple over on me as I do this podcast, which Mm -hmm. would be hilarious. And I would be glad if you got to see it, to be honest. Um, But I just have bins of equipment and clothes and piles of stuff everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just doing my best to, like, get through that and do some every day while, you know, doing whatever the fuck else it is that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I really had an epiphany this week about... When people say, oh, it's great to be freelance. You make your own hours. That's a fucking lie. Everyone who hires you to do a freelance job makes your hours. And they make a lot more hours for you to be doing something than you think. Because they just call you up and say, oh, can you just work? Like, this will only take five minutes. Can you just do that? It's, it's really hard. If you know anyone who is a freelance worker... Give them a hug because they <laughs> deserve it. They are being contacted at all hours to do things that,
1: you maybe, know... Maybe are a part of their job. Maybe not. Maybe not.
0: And, like, they don't even get the benefit of, like, stale donuts at a meeting. And it's just, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then at the end of it all, they have to, like, gather all the information invoice the person that they're doing work for. And then a lot of times, usually I'd say 90% of the time chase the money from that person. That's what I was going to say. They have to to track down the fucking money.
1: That's the worst part of freelance work to me is having to chase money because it is like just honestly exhausting.
0: It's exhausting. And I'm sure businesses are just, like, they don't think anything of it. Like, so what? It's a little late. And that person is just, like, living their life, like, waiting for that paltry check <laughs> that they need to make their fucking rent payment, card payment or whatever, credit card payment. And it's just... It's a lot, and you're anxious all the time, right, and you do it because you don't want that business to go away. So when someone contacts you at ten p m and says, "Oh, can you just do this thing that will take five minutes that really isn't gonna take five minutes? Um, yeah, you know it's it's freelancers don't make their own hours. that is a lie. That's a lie that we tell ourselves to keep ourselves sane, and it's a big fucking lie. So if you know someone who's a freelancer, Just bring them a stale donut and
1: give them a hug and say, you're doing a good job. Here's the good news. I mean, if you came to my house, there's always at least one stale donut somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? You
0: you have like a stale donut delivery service?
1: Well, Cricket has a tendency to leave like a half-eaten donut in the most (laughs) unexpected places. So (laughs) Cricket's a little bit like how Gina is with her little... Chewy bone whimsies, you know, Jean, the bones that Gina loves are called whimsies. Of course. They're like greenies. Like they're like similar to greenies, but they're just different. And they don't hurt her, her tummy. Like, you know, she's a very sensitive baby, like because she's my kid. Yeah. Um, And like, you'll find a whimsy, like I'll be like middle of the night, dead asleep roll over onto a whimsy like that's been there you know like that's been there for we don't know how long like she hides her whimsies everywhere and is like very bad that is the same energy cricket brings to the donuts (laughs) like don't like cricket will like put a donut down somewhere and just completely forget about it and so then you just will find like a dunkin sprinkles donut most of the time like in the bag still Like she'll have eaten one (laughs) and then like that's good yeah exactly so I mean so you can eat it that's what I'm saying like she'll have eaten one and then like the other one will be in there and either she'll have like eaten some of the sprinkles off but not really and (laughs) then she decides she doesn't want it and then she forgets where she puts it down and then you just like find it like next to the bathtub yeah why not
0: oh my god when, when Eli was little, he used to love to get the mail, but then we would, like, never actually receive the mail. And um, one time I just found it all, like, uh, stashed in the upper bunk of his bed. Like, <laughs> he was just, like, tossing it all up there. And, That's cute. Uh, it was kind of cute, except for, like, we had passed due bills. But the thing that is— was kind of heartbreaking is that like he truly had no memory of ever putting any mail up there and I really believed him. It was just such an ADD thing to like, I got the mail, I'm a good kid, I did a good thing for my family, I'm just gonna set it here on my top bunk while I, While you know,
1: I do something else and then I'll get it and then I'll bring yeah. it. Oh, I know it. Yeah, my brain works that way. I get it. <laughs> so, you know. And I, obviously, so does crickets. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: just gonna go get that donut later. What are you doing your best at? Oh boy. I
1: don't know. I guess just in this construction. You hear girl? It? That's New York City. That is like it's you never guess. going away. Oh no, but I think it is like in front of Casa Kismet. I think they're like digging up the sidewalk. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like but. as of this morning. Yeah. But as soon
0: as they stop doing that, they'll like put scaffolding up in the build uh, on the building across I
1: and hope start. yeah I hope there's no scaffolding up here anytime soon because I really like the you know my light I really need my light you my need light because your you're a little lizard what am I doing my best at I'm trying to I don't know I'm trying to like engage in the places where I can still like where you know I'm trying to like hold on to that idea that like I am exhausted, but I can't, like, let it defeat me, right? And, like, so I'm trying to show up in the places that I can, and then in, in times I have to just be like, okay, I also can, it? it's also okay if I need to go lie down. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Of course it's
0: okay. Of course it's okay. I think that sometimes... I don't know. You have so much energy that I'm sure it feels foreign to you to have your energy kind of sapped, you know? But I think you're, you're probably just arriving at where a lot of people have been for a long time and you've really held out. But it's okay because I know you and I know that it won't be forever. But to me, it sounds like you're just overwhelmed with feelings and they're Mm -hmm. you know it's just proof positive that like feelings are they're not just like a thing that's happening in your mind and your heart like it happens to your body and it happens to your you know your nervous system (laughs) particularly
1: I also just like yeah I mean I also just like think I'm trying to do my best at still like at putting my fucking phone down or turning the computer off or whatever and just like being with my kids and, and I've been a real dick to Mark this week. I don't know. <laughs> he's, not, he's not, he's not, he's not reaping the anything, but I just am really like, I literally almost like kicked an Uber yesterday like I'm like my ungovernable temper I was was gonna say rage Um, (laughs) but my ungovernable temper is is definitely here and has showed up and like as it has been in the past like I think I've like I think maybe I wrote about this in the book but like I've certainly talked about this a bit like occasionally when there are things like this like and I think that we all to a certain extent do it right like depending um sometimes I focus my rage in the wrong places you know like mm-hmm. I am super ragey about what is happening currently but maybe like it's not the uber's fault that he doesn't accept dogs and like it didn't pop-up that Gina was with me and so he like continued on even though it was like starting to rain and I was carrying 4,000 packages and trying to walk Gina. I mean, I didn't kick his car but like I wanted to. do it yeah. I also screamed that he was a fucking asshole in the street but like you know, that's not necessarily the rage like the direction my rage should be going. That's all I'm saying. It's like sometimes yeah. I have a tendency to get my signals crossed, mixed, whatever. Why is it so fucking loud?
0: Yeah, it's hard. Because, well, I think it's particularly frustrating because usually headphones will block out extraneous sound, but these headphones are tied to a microphone that is picking up that sound. (laughs) So it's putting it right into your head, which Mm. is the worst thing for uh, a person maybe that... Has a lot of things in their head already.
1: Currently. Currently, currently a lot of things. Currently. In my fucking head. <laughs> that, like, I ripped my uh, fake fingernails off myself. Okay. Um, In stress, in a stress-induced rage. Which is not the best way to do it. It's
0: not the best way to do it, but do you think that stopped you from picking your face?
1: No. No, no. Did oh, you also... What?
0: Like, oh, like yeah, that, yeah, did that sure. activity replace mm-hmm. picking your face?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay, sure. so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of, that is true. I guess it is, it's sort of one or the other. It's not, yeah. uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, picking is, oof. but it is now, now I'm like just, fully focused on picking my nails all the time and like my cuticles and stuff right it's gross and I am trying to curb it but it's hard and I don't know what else to do and I'm like I don't know what are we doing guys what are we doing (laughs) um
0: have you gotten any joy from the Ken and Barbie pictures that have hit the internet have you seen them I've seen them yes
1: no joy not really, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I can't. How could I lie to you? Uh, no, no, Joy, because um, for a few reasons, like all I think is like. I don't know. I just it's too dark. I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, I, got to, I don't know. It's too dark. Wait. But I did see that. What else? What's has anything been bringing me joy? Um,
0: yeah, that's what I want to know. Has anything entertained you or made you laugh at all?
1: I mean, the only. I mean, honestly, the fucking <laughs> tweet the Laura Laura Santa Domingo who started Netaporte, that yeah. fancy shopping site um you know who she is right lauren not laura lauren santo domingo um tweeted like on saturday morning at ivanka and she's like a socialite Lady, too. You know who she yes. is. She's like really tall and skinny. Yes, and like, yes, yes. She started net and Miss <gasps> Porter, and she's now like I know. Shop- that. Yes, she's like a shopping socialite. Now you know the tweet where yeah. she was like, "Ivanka Trump, you're noticeably quiet today." The high school friends who took you to get an abortion, or not. And it just did actually make me kind of lol because, like, the idea that Ivanka Trump would have to like come clean with Donald Trump about her abortion now is, like, the weirdest. I don't know why. It just, like, gave me, like, a...
0: It's so weird. I mean, would he even give a fuck? Because Lord knows he's paid for a million abortions. Um, It's so weird. Yeah, I saw the discussion surrounding that because so many people were sharing it, and so many people were like, let's not shame Ivanka for having had an abortion, and people were like, we're not. We're shaming her for being a hypocrite. And
1: uh also by the yeah. way, it's not even that, it's like we're yeah, it's like we're shaming her for being like for being like a huge part of um the plan. Yeah, to, she's not just a hypocrite, she's like right. an agent of yeah, of like yeah. it's not great. It's
0: not great, and um I just think that well. We're in the find out stage of fucking around. People are naming names. Okay,
1: do we have anything else to talk about? I can't. I'm like, I'm out. Of, I'm out of things. I can't. I'm like <laughs> having. I'm having a hard time. I'm not kidding. I'm just like a little bit like. Hey, shit, <laughs>
0: <sighs> do we have anything else to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can talk about. Camp. We can talk about Substack if we want to. Here's one thing I want to talk to listeners about. We are planning to launch a Substack, hopefully Mm -hmm. this week. Maybe Mm -hmm. tomorrow we'll switch Mm -hmm. it on. Mm -hmm. We hope that you'll subscribe because Mm -hmm. to us, it seems like a good place where we can put Audio clips and maybe like bonus chats that mm-hmm. busy and I have maybe some video clips, some writing, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to let everyone know because I think everybody's like, when is this happening? Well, we don't know. We're trying to get it together. We're trying to like program this thing ourselves, and we've never done it before, so it takes a minute. And um, yeah, so we're just trying to make sure that we have all the right buttons pressed, and mm-hmm. um, we've been talking to the folks over at Substack. Um, so yeah, so we hope you'll you'll sign up for that, and that it'll be like a fun journey together. A lot of people are writing messages. On the Facebook group, saying, "I don't know what a Substack is. I don't know." Mm, interesting. It's just, yes, um, it's just it's like just a website, an app. We'll send you a link to it when there's a link to click, and then you won't even really have to like find it. You'll just click it and see if it interests you, and then you can sign up, and then it'll come right to you. You won't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. I I do feel bad because I do feel like the the internet, the web is like, it can be daunting. And when you hear about a new thing, you know, it's how I am about like TikTok. Like by all. This is not TikTok, babe. No, it's not TikTok. But I'm like, TikTok only comes to me filtered through things I already know. I'm never going Mm -hmm. on TikTok. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I'm never Mm -hmm. going on to TikTok to search for things because I'm just like, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. This is like. Uh, a place where I don't belong. Although we probably should be on TikTok, we probably should. But
1: Substack is nothing to be afraid of. It's I don't know. Just, I don't know how. I don't know how we would even do that. <laughs> be on TikTok? Yeah, I don't think it's for us. It's not. for
0: I us. think. Uh, listen, I think if we were able to like clip out <sighs> clips of this podcast and send put them up on TikTok, it would be excellent marketing for the podcast. But I just. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't either. But TikTok seems to have billions upon billions of users, and everything on there seems to get a million views. So, say a million people saw a clip from the podcast and, like, a couple thousand of them decided to check out the podcast and maybe 500 of them liked it, it'd be great. But I just okay. don't know how to, I w- it would take a lot of, I would have to go to some type of TikTok school. Maybe I could go to one of those <laughs> TikTok mansions in Los well, Angeles. Well, maybe if we do
1: the camp, we can have a whole TikTok tutorial
0: yes, situation.
1: that would be good. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. People, we were kidding around about
0: having a camp, but then people really seemed to feel like that would be a thing that they wanted to do.
1: Well, yes, because obviously it sounds fucking delightful. And I was actually talking to, um, oh my God, Oh, why this bite really itches. Aye, aye, aye. I'm trying not to itch it because I don't want to get like a staph infection. I'm itching next to it. Is that cool? Um, with my little nubby non-nails <laughs> that I tore off with my teeth.
0: Are you sure it's a spider bite?
1: No, it could have been a mosquito bite. Okay, okay, it's a bite for sure. Yeah, it's like not a zit. You know, I would have gotten into that. Um, it's really like kind of the worst. Okay. Um, bite. So speaking of bites, a camp. Exactly. I think camp would be su- super fun. Oh, so we were, so I was talking to Nicole about it and I was like, I would want it to be also like sort of inclusive in that, like, if you were a parent and you wanted to bring your kids, we could have that option avail. And there could yeah. be like stuff you do together, stuff that's adults only. Yeah. I don't, it seems complicated to figure this out, but what, did people you see are really the email? into it. No, did I didn't see, read it.
0: Yeah, oh. well. That's
1: I know. Oh, but you know what I did do? I did look what? at the, um. I looked at the well wishes that everybody sent me on that thing that you sent me.
0: Oh, the birthday, like the birthday The birthday wall wishes. That, that, that was so ma-
1: sweet. Aw, I'm glad. It was really nice. I'm glad you liked it. It made me feel very, like, warm and fuzzy <laughs> inside. <laughs> Truly. Good. It made your feet feel fluffy. My feet are fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> so we know this that's what we know oh uh, good and they raised
0: lots of lots of oh, money oh you didn't even tell me the final send. total i don't have it in front of uh, me but it was it was a lot of money it was a lot of money and um i guess i don't a, need to know the final total i'll i'll send it to you but uh it was but i do want was,
1: people to get credit you know <laughs> yes
0: it was lots of money across a number of causes but particularly concentrated on uh Abortion Ooh, funds. Right. And so that's that's good stuff. But yeah, camp. When when would you even be available
1: to do a camp? September. Profunded. September. Don't you think? September would be fun. Well, maybe not because people are back to school, back to work. Maybe. Et or maybe we just make it adults only
0: and people leave their kids with you know. I don't know other people. I know it's hard because I know it's hard to go anywhere when you have kids. Um, When I did that retreat in Duluth, the writer's retreat, it was so good just to have, like, nothing else to do. And did we spend some of the time, like, messing around and shooting the shit and not writing? Yes. Did we also get so much more writing done than we usually would in our regular lives? Yes. But because being in a family and, you know, Being just being a person in this world right now, it's the same as being freelance. Because you think that if you want to write or you wanna whatever you want to do, you wanna paint, you wanna master French cooking, whatever you want to do, someone's gonna come into that time and interrupt it. You really have to like carve out time to do those things that like will you know, make your soul feel better. But on that retreat, it was so good to just have somebody be like, yeah, no one can reach you here. No one's going to ask you to do the dishes or cook for everybody or drive anyone anywhere. And it was so good because we, even though we did like socialize and have a good time, we got so much writing done. And it was apparent to me how much time we were all spending. Just, you know, just... Five minutes here, five minutes there of your day. And next oh thing my you God, know, yes. your day is gone and you...
1: Well, that's can't. like the whole thing. Yeah. My day is gone as soon as it starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to like really make a concerted effort to do things. I mean, it, it, creativity for me at this point is like a thing that I'm only able to do, like, I guess on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. And it's hard. I think it comes from
0: like and you know, I think that you and I can speak to this kind of uh kind of well and and from a place of great authority. It's one thing when you're working for like a big company and they hire you and like cast you or hire you to produce something or whatever. And then, you know, you take it seriously because you're accountable to that company. And there's deadlines and there's, you know, people that make you feel like... But when you're trying to do something on your own, like make a podcast or write a book or write on a substack or whatever it is, write a pilot for something, write a movie, there is no one holding you accountable. And even if you start, like, a group with your friends, like, an accountability group, it's still not the same as, like, the fear of, like, a company coming down on you or firing you. Missing
1: or, a deadline.
0: Yeah, missing a deadline. And so, you know, so sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. That's the downside of, like, we always like to say, like, oh, we're our own bosses and, And we're the ones that say what we do with this podcast and everything. But the downside is when you're not feeling like super confident about it, then it's hard to take it seriously. It's a little bit hard to take it seriously. And it's a little bit hard to hold yourself to like a standard of, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, it's also like a little complicated. Wait, did something just stop? Did the hammering stop? Maybe. <laughs> My brain feels all of a sudden like quiet. <laughs> um, well, I think the camp is a great idea. And we could start with like, we could care. Casey texted me, Are we about to Caroline Calloway ourselves? And I was like, <laughs> Honestly, in this moment, kind of nothing would make more sense <laughs> <laughs> than us Caroline Callowaying ourselves. For those I of you say, who, who don't
0: know, Caroline
1: Calloway, look, it look into her. Look it up. Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are we about to fire festival ourselves? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. But
0: probably not.
1: Probably not, guys. Probably not.
0: I mean, I don't know. We never did a camp before, you know? If we did fire festival ourselves, Mm-hmm. Would we get a documentary made about us? That would be exciting. <laughs> if we did Fire Festival slash Caroline Calloway ourselves, would it give us some insight into how that could have happened? Whereas before, we did not understand, and we all had a good, a good amount of thoughts on how wild both of those things were.
1: Maybe we would come away with, like, just some (laughs) lols. You know? And, like, some good stories. And just, like, just, like, some true lols well i suppose this is like why oprah does the cruises right yes yes a lot of people do
0: cruises oh
1: my god gwyneth paltrow i just thought gwyneth paltrow does cruises
0: oh that is interesting to me because she does not seem like a real cruise bitch does she go on the cruise or is it just a
1: gwyneth paltrow branded cruise Unclear, unclear. (laughs) But I also think, I I didn't look that deep into it. I just saw it on the newsletter. But it also like feels like it's celebrity cruises, which I think are really fancy and also like really small boats, I think. I think. Okay. I think that's what celebrity cruises are. All Uh right. Um, So in that way, maybe it makes, maybe she is a cruise bitch. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely like a yacht bitch. A yacht bitch, sure. For sure. So maybe like or maybe she yachts next to the cruise hops on just hops on gets hops on hops on does a does a class with you hops right off onto the yacht that's i that seems
0: right for her that feels right no, feels right to me too no evidence that that is true but Mm-mm. it feels right yeah her. yeah that
1: feels believable
0: yeah um Yeah, so a camp would just be a little bit like a cruise that doesn't go anywhere.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Also, also, some people call those retreats. (laughs) It's true. It's true. But we're calling them camp. We're calling it a camp. A camp. This is our camp, guys. This is our time to shine at this camp. <laughs> I think, All here's what us. I think. I think we should, guys, this is our time. I think we should choose a camp. I think we should choose a time in which camp is not happening with children.
0: Yes. So that, so that we're that- not kicking children out of their camps. <laughs>
1: Hey, you gotta go home a week early. <laughs> Here's my question: Do we do how long do we do it for? Is it for? Is it Thursday to Monday? Is it what is it? What are we doing? It's a good
0: question. Like people are saying a weekend, but I feel I feel like a weekend's kind of quick for a weekend people is too that, short. It's guys, too short. Too so short. So I think you know, but also a week can be real long, especially you know. In a rustic setting, for me, (laughs) I don't know. What's the longest you've ever
1: camped? (laughs) I've never camped. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know my story. I've never camped. I've never even been to camp. Have you ever been camping in a tent? No. Okay. So. Yeah. No, this can't be... No, no, no. Listen, listen, guys. Listen, listen. This can't... (laughs) Oh, and probably, yeah. Pro- and also, by the way, probably, yes. My mom probably is listening and screaming. I think I went to, like, some Girl Scout camp vibes when I was yeah. little, little. Um, I barely remember it. But here's what I also just want to say. Like, it's not for her. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, being, like, super rustic, like, buggy vibes is, like, I, I need it to be chic. Like, we, I, I want it to be chic. You need glamping. <sighs> I really hate that word, but yes. <laughs> I really, really don't like that word. But yeah, that's what Maybe I need. We have
0: to think of a new word. Champagne? No. you have champagne. Ooh. I don't <laughs> mind that. <laughs> it's shitty, oh. but you have champagne.
1: No, I don't want it to be shitty. No, it won't. It won't.
0: We wouldn't um, we, The people that have already reached out to talk about it, mm-hmm. their facilities sound amazing. So, you know, so it's just something you... You'll read that email, and then we'll see. I think a camp could be fun. When my Glennon Doyle
1: used to do that. I oh, think. really? Oh, well, okay. not a not a camp, no, but like she used to do like retreat, a retreat. Okay, I think so. I think Kate. And I think my friend Kate, never Kate went. She never on Car- one. Caroline Calloway herself. No, she did not.
0: No. So it's it's a matter of infrastructure. And bathrooms and bathrooms and and, and sandwiches, sandwiches. Because
1: a cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> not well, you know my. It'll, it'll all work out. I mean, you know my thing. Like I am the. I'm. It's hard for me to not overorder. So yes, don't worry about that. There will be snacks. It's that's true. my. That's my Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> there will, there be, will snacks. be snacks. Should I I make a t-shirt that just says there will be snacks, but like with the font of there will be blood? (laughs) There will be snacks. (laughs) There will be a milkshake bar. (laughs) Because is it cool that I'm referencing a movie that literally came out a decade ago? But our friend is in it. Paul F. Tompkins? Paul F. Tompkins. I, by the way, didn't remember that he was in it, but he's the only one that could be. (laughs) just be based on looks i went to see it at the movies and then i texted him because
0: he didn't mention that he was in it and i was like i just saw you and there will be blood and he was like how did you even know it was me because i'm like blurry or what like and i was like well it was your voice obviously but also like your cheeks like i would just know those cheeks anywhere he was blurry yeah, it was
1: very. It was it was a small but but pivotal role. I don't remember, but I mean, I remember he. I mean, I don't. I actually don't remember that he's in it, but <laughs> it tracks. It all tracks. It, it all tracks. All right, well, guys, well, here's the deal. So yes, so camp, Substack, Substack, Substack first. Depending on the su- success of the Substack, <laughs> we'll maybe take on the camp. <laughs> also, the camp has to have wine. Yeah, of but course. I don't want people to get really drunk. Well, maybe maybe there's just one day with wine.
0: Our group, our friends are nothing if not agreeable and like everybody seems to be very cooperative and I think if we made a night where we were like you can have like two glasses of wine maximum, you know, that I think everyone would be like, "Yeah, that's great. That's fine." I don't want to wine. Do we not have any that.
1: wine? And we just feel like clean and like delightful <laughs> like, <laughs> well some people do we just feel, feel like cl- detoxed.
0: And, some people feel clean and delightful when they have wine. that was like the one
1: there was a person on my Hoffman trip who, like, had somehow convinced them that she had to have her weed gummies to sleep.
0: and oh. I was like, that's
1: you're really not supposed to
0: interesting
1: <laughs> And that. she was just like eating weed gummies the whole time.
0: No, but she definitely. I think <laughs> maybe. I mean, I think it's hard, right? Because if someone really wants weed gummies, they'll just say they're vitamin gummies anyway. Totally. Well, so. they don't check
1: your bags or anything, right? Like that. So you know, it's not like rehab or something. But wait, and you also, know what? It's what? like your choice, you know. Well, maybe that's the thing. So I had this birthday party a million years ago when I was yeah. like twenty something. Yeah. Early 20s, early, early, early 20s. Maybe it was like 20. It was my 22nd birthday party. Okay. And I decided that I wanted like an old fashioned, like old, not old fashioned, like an old school sleepover, slumber party. Yeah. And no alcohol. Like I was like adamant about it. And like (laughs) all, like everybody was like in. And then like halfway through the night, people were like, this is so lame. Oh, no. I know. And people were really upset, including one of Emily's friends from Wesleyan, who was really mean about it and then left. Oh, God. I know. Which, ouch. I just, oh, which I just, kind of
0: probably made it exactly like an old school teenage sleepover.
1: I was thinking like more like, yeah, like elementary school. But like, <laughs> you know, even in, I did this yoga retreat once. Um, one time I went on a yoga retreat. yeah. I got a heat rash. I've never recovered from that heat rash. It comes back. <laughs> it's the heat rash that comes back time oh, and time again.
2: Oh, no. Yeah,
1: it, like, was crazy. It was all over me. Um, but what I really liked about the retreat, the yoga retreat, was that we were allowed to drink wine at night. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So we're, like, doing yoga all day, and we're, like, sweating, like, hours and hours of yoga. We're out in the hot, hot heat and being active and all this shit. And then... We could, like, have some wine at night. It was nice. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, listen, we're responsible people. We're all responsible
0: and reasonable people, hopefully. And we're not trying to tell anyone what they can and cannot do to enjoy themselves. You know. It'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like being like, we're not going to have marshmallows or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would it? I don't know. I think sure. so because like some people are like, oh, sugar's like a drug and we have to like not have sugar for this whole time. And mm-hmm. so there's even though camp feels like you should have marshmallows, we're not having marshmallows. But okay. we'll, you know, but we'll have strawberries instead. And you're like, it's not the fucking same, you know? So I just feel like I don't drink that much. I just don't. So I trust myself.
1: I haven't been drinking a small amount. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, <laughs> but wait. I know you sent me the gift, the best gift. Do you want to tell oh. everybody what you sent me for my birthday?
0: Oh, I sent Busy like a um a care package of non-alcoholic rosés because she had expressed interest in trying more of those because she had tried one and she wanted to try other brands. So I found a cool place that put together a care package and sent it to her. And then she sent me a text. Do you know your
1: Friends think you drink too much. <laughs> and I I'm was not like, saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like <laughs> it was. It very clearly felt like a sign. Um, but also, I, so I said to you, Substack content. I'm gonna do yes. like my. I'm gonna do my great, my, the great non-alcoholic rosé taste test. I love it. Like the I great love British Bake Off, except just me drinking non-alcoholic rosé. <laughs> It's
0: very gentle, and you might make some new friends. Who knows? Um, Yeah, it's. listen, to be clear, it's not that I think that you drink too much. It's just that I heard what you were saying, and um, when you expressed an interest, I wanted to help you explore that interest. You know what's great? If I had gotten you a a gift a week later, I would
1: have gotten you pottery supplies. Fuck me with the pottery. I still haven't even gotten the clay because I went to this art store to get clay and it was so heavy and the thought of carrying it through the streets of New York was like so oppressive. But then the thought of like asking someone else to carry it through the streets of New York made me so sad. So then I just put the clay back and just walked home with no clay. (laughs) Can I ask you a question? Is there like, do you, are you trying to
0: set up at Casa Kismet like a a pottery? Cause like, how are you going to fire it? And how
1: are you going to Are you just doing... With my rage. (laughs) (laughs) A kiln of rage. Well, I was going to do... I was going to air dry stuff. And then and then I was going to see what I wanted to do. Because, I mean, there are... You can do, like, low heat oven firing for some things. Like, I'm not... I don't think I'm making, like, dishes we're going to eat off of or anything. You know what I mean? I don't know what I'm making yet. I don't know what I'm making yet. Okay. But then also I was thinking I could probably find a kiln. Somewhere. Yeah, probably. Well, I, mean, I was just wondering, is there like you know how they have that thing
0: swimply? I think we talked about it before where you can like rent um someone's swimming pool by the hour in Los Angeles. Probably New York too.
1: Um, if you Oh my God, it know, is really depressing in New York if you look on the website. <laughs> it's like there's like
0: one pool in Queens in the entire city of New it York. Is,
1: it's terrifying. Remember last year when I accidentally took cricket to the like They're like recovery pool time whatever at that hotel. Yes. Yes. And it was like
0: just way too adult and way too fabulous. Here's what I will
1: say Sim is staying at a hotel that used to be a Trump. And then I I wasn't sure if they were just lying and changed the name and it still was owned by Trump Inc., but we looked into it and it's not. It was like it had been well, not me. I'm she's staying (laughs) there. Um, but it had been, I think, at a certain point, it was like licensed or whatever. Got and it. Then got it. Years ago, they dropped it. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> anyway, they had, uh, they have like a little, r- 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 not rooftop, but like out outdoor little pool that was kind of it was great. Oh, I went I love over that. and yeah, we went over in Crooked swam. so that was nice. When I lived on
0: 93rd Street in New York City, my apartment building had a fitness club and a pool on the top floor, and I loved that pool so much, and I went swimming all the time, and then I started at the Rosie O'Donnell Show, and um, the first day met a colleague who also lived in my building. And then I ran into him every time I tried to go to the pool. And so that killed it for me because I'm, I have a strict no swimming in front of colleagues policy
1: that I've upheld for many years. It's true. You've never swam in front of me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
0: I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I talk about, ingrained patriarchy and body issues. I'm just like, I'm not there. I can't. And I know I love so many people that are there, and I really admire you. But even in front of my family, I'm kind of like, ugh, not in front of my husband, but like my kids. I'm like, not great at parading around in a... Parading around. That's a rude fucking thing to say about my own self. I'm not great walking out in a bathing suit without like being swaddled in a full giant towel. Um, so, yeah. So, never It makes have... me
1: so sad, though. It
0: is sad, and it's so stupid, but it really is, like, just, you know... A thing. Yeah, it's just a thing. Like, I... It literally makes my heart pound to think about it. And so, yeah. So, that's not a thing that I do. So, anyway, Andy Lasner ruined the pool at 93rd Street for me... And uh, I'm just, you know, still doing that stupid thing, just like I still hide tampons up my sleeve, still wrapping myself up in a giant towel to like go out. Do not
1: hide tampons in my sleeve. No. Yeah, I do. No, that ends today. (laughs) Fuck no. Well, probably. Fuck. No. It probably ends
0: today because of menopause, but. But everyone else, don't hide tampons in your sleeve. Stick them in your low-cut blouse cleavage. Put it behind your ear like a pencil. Walk around with it. Yeah, don't do that. Wave it around like a pointer, magic wand at your colleagues. They need to know. They need to know that tampons exist and they don't I don't, don't need want to be you to hidden. do that anymore. Well, I, d- I mean... I don't really now because I'm not in an office setting, but last when I was. Not a busy tonight. There was no reason. Well, we
1: also just had them in the bathroom.
0: Yeah, we also just had them in the bathroom. And also, like, the bathroom was so small and so central to the office that everyone probably knew that you were putting in a tampon. They probably could just, from the amount of time that you were in there, they probably could figure out, like, oh, one you of, your period, right? One of a few things was happening. <laughs> and you're about to find out as soon as the door opens
1: so it was so tiny that bathroom it was like <laughs> insane <laughs> oh my gosh uh well okay I'm hungry why didn't I eat What's wrong? why with didn't me? you eat
0: there's nothing know. wrong with you but you probably forgot to eat stupid <laughs> stupid do you want to get a snack? Yeah, let me go look. Okay.
1: Ooh, did you get that package from Beauty Counter? I did. <gasps> it was so exciting. I really did feel very excited about it. Now, I've loved Beauty Counter for a long time, guys. And I love it because it, Beauty Counter is a leader in the clean beauty industry with... The mission to get safer products into the hands of everyone, i.e., it's not a billion dollars to use <laughs> clean beauty products. Beauty Counter's motto is that beauty should be good for you. Um, beauty Counter is adding a new product to their best-selling all-bright skincare line, the All-Bright Triple Acid AHA Toner a pore refining toner designed to help you get brighter, smoother skin in a swipe. I've been using it. I really like it. I really like it too. I really like it, you know, because sometimes the acid AHA toners can be so strong and powerful. They like burn your skin off. Yes. And this one is really fantastic. The key ingredients are AHAs, beta-hydroxy acid kombucha, which was a surprise to me, (laughs) and niacinamide. Um, It helps improve the appearance of dark spots. It brightens your skin. There's also the All Bright Sea Serum and the All Bright Face Oil. I've been using all three of them. Yeah. I really do enjoy all of these products and I love that it's clean beauty and I love that it's not going to Clean your bank account out. <laughs> um, but also, right now, Beauty Counter is exclusively off- offering our listeners 30% off your first order. In case you needed another reason to switch to a clean routine with Albright, visit beautycounter.com and use promo code BEST at checkout. That's promo code BEST for 30% off your first order. Honestly, I really love Beauty Counter. I've been using them for years and now they're advertising on our podcast. I'm very excited about it. So go try it out. Element, element, element. You guys, you know how much. Do you want to hear me talk about um, electrolytes again? Maybe not, (laughs) but here we are because I love them. I will sing the gospel of element. We've all been out there marching.
0: We need electrolytes. How did you know that
1: I brought my element? With me in my fanny pack. How would I not know? That's true. That's true. (laughs) Because, you know, it's so important to replenish electrolytes after having a few glasses of wine or working out or marching for our fundamental rights. Sweating in wide-leg jeans or onto... Sweating in wide-leg jeans. Onto the chair when you're getting a vaccine. Guys, Element, in case you don't remember, Element. L-M-N-T is how it's spelled. It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. You put it in water. It's got everything you need, nothing you don't. Lots of salt, no sugar. It's science-backed electrolyte mix. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, no junk, no BS, no coloring. But it tastes great. You just put it in your water. Yeah. Drink it in your water, guys. It's keto, low-carb, paleo, whatever your diet needs are element is fine for that. But what it's even better for is just making you feel amazing, preventing and eliminating headaches and muscle cramps and fatigue and sleeplessness. I'm drinking my element right now. And I don't know if you have noticed, but I've come alive. You have come alive. I know. I feel so much better. Why didn't I drink my Element before starting the podcast? This is dumb. Let's been remember that. The next time. Time. I swear <laughs> to God, next time before I hit record, be like, are you recording? Did you drink a full <laughs> cup of water with Element in it? Anyway, <laughs> Element is used by everyone from the NBA, NFL, NHL, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs to, you know, just me. Just me, guys. I use it. <laughs> and right now, Element is offering my listeners, our listeners, a free sample pack with any order that's eight single-serving packets free with any LMNT order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend or a friend that you're marching next to. I yes. don't know. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash best. This deal is only... Available through our special link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash best. Also, here's a great thing. Element offers a no questions asked refund. So you try it totally risk free. If you don't like it, just give it to someone else. They don't care. But they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. So you have nothing to lose. lose. Go get that element. Go get your electrolytes. Do it. I'm just
0: catching up on the um Ugh. on the hearing with oh God. Cass- Cassidy Hutchinson and Ghislaine, Gislane, however mm-hmm. you say her name, Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison.
1: Keep telling me the news.
0: That's, that's it. That is the first, that's the only news is that Donald Trump apparently wanted to drive himself to the Capitol. He didn't think the people with weapons were doing anything wrong. And uh, he told, when he heard that people were chanting, hang Mike Pence, he said, Mike deserves it. Seems bad.
1: My real question is like is there any thing that can be brought against him seriously oh
0: so many things it's just a matter of will anyone actually yeah i mean i
1: think this is like
0: this is it, like it, it
1: feels it, like old school treason vibes
0: yeah like he incited a riot treason mm-hmm. uh i don't know is it sedition is it it's a lot of old school words we don't know that we heard in like history class I think, and we we never really had to know them because it never really happened before, but uh, yeah, it seems like everyone's very shocked why um i d- i mean I don't know it's it seems like
1: exactly what he would do uh, i I didn't. I'm so like I'm always surprised by people being shocked when people like it's like I mean of course that quote of course that when people tell you who they are believe them or whatever the first time or whatever but like but like how how, how many times does he have to tell us Yeah guys what's happening
0: She also said that Rudy Giuliani sought a presidential pardon over January 6th um and Mark Meadows did as well Wait, who's Mark Meadows? Mark Meadows was Trump's chief of staff.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, a a linchpin, maybe? A a kingpin. Um yeah. Not a not a great guy. Um
1: Doesn't Mark Meadows sound like a game show host? Yes, totally. It sounds like a fake name. Um mm-hmm. yeah. So
0: just people are like just wow 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 like holy shit holy shit holy shit. Um yeah, it's kind of nuts. And this Cassidy person uh was Mark Meadows' chief of staff. And uh and they were trying to intimidate witnesses, I guess. No. You don't, yeah. see, <laughs> you don't see, say. You don't see. So shocking. Um, This is a message that, a message to some witness, I don't know. Um, redacted, let me know you have your deposition tomorrow. He wants me to let you know that he's thinking about you. He knows you're loyal and you're going to do the right thing when you go in for your deposition. Ew! Yeah. Ew. Yeah, so now it's just a matter of, like, I guess, waiting to see if anything will be done about any of these crimes. Crimes! Mm -hmm. Against the American people. I mean, I was alive when the Nixon thing happened, but I was a child, so I don't... But I know that it
1: did take a great deal of time. That's what I've heard. Wait, but... The headline Donald Trump tried to wrest the steering wheel of his limo away from his Secret Service agent to join the violent mob is bonkers.
0: <laughs> I think I saw some people saying he tried to choke the guy. I don't know if it's true, but um, how could he even choke anyone with his tiny little hands? I know it's it's that most hack joke, but we just you know, sorry, sorry, but he should have asked for uh, secret service agents with uh, skinnier necks. I guess <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really he didn't really plan it out. I'm just
1: like, the fuck is wrong with everyone?
0: I mean, everything's wrong with everyone. That's where. <laughs> Like it's just uh it's just friggin' wild times. We gotta we gotta start it over from scratch, I think. But busy. I have good news for you. What? Jenny Ma is here. All
1: right, shall we let? Yeah. There she is. There you are. You guys, we're so happy. Uh well, happy. Well, we're grateful. We're grateful for uh, happy is a hard term. I agree, Jenny. The whole podcast thus far has been no, like pretty much a bummer. But um, but Jenny Ma, who is a senior staff attorney at the Center for Reproductive Rights, which you guys know that I work with, um, and you've worked on lots of reproductive rights cases, including. A little case it's called Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. Um, but also and maybe not more importantly, but a personal connection went to Wesleyan <laughs> undergrad with my best friend Emily Beebe. And I've heard Jenny Ma's name for years, and we actually knew each other many, many moons ago. Hi, Jenny.
3: It has been a long time busy. I know um, it really has, and like it just shows you that the world is really small and that things come full circle yes. in crazy, crazy
1: ways. It's true.
3: So hi Emily, BB, and hi, <laughs> Emily busy. says Emily says Heidi. <laughs> I
1: texted Emily that you were going to be talking to us today, and amazing. She said, "Oh, send her my best. I've really been thinking about her," and I'm like, "Okay, well, I will." <laughs> well. It
3: also shows how old we are, which is a terrifying thought. I will say, like, the day of the Dobbs decision, I saw some of my college girlfriends and we were just like, how long have we known each other? This is way too long. And also the world is crap and on fire.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad to know that even the litigators of the case were feeling that way. Um, Yeah, for sure. Where do we go? Way
3: more. (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, I mean... Should we start on the day? Yeah, yeah should we start sure. before the day? I mean, well, we've like done busy.
1: you know, we've done a lot of uh work explaining to people a lot and certainly once the leak happened, we talked to some people. So I think people were pretty well aware of what was about to happen. I want to know from you post leak what was like your best case scenario and what was your worst case scenario and where did we land?
3: Yeah, sure. So why don't we talk a little bit about Dobbs and then I'll, I'll talk about what's going on right now. Yeah. So the leak was pretty devastating. I mean, the Supreme Court taking the case in the first place is devastating, mm-hmm. right? Because it tells all of us, like it's signaling to us, hey, we're kind of interested in you know overturning Roe. We all knew who was on the court. We all know who the justices are, right? But they've also said certain things in their confirmation hearings and so on. So we thought we had the better legal argument. We thought we had evidence on our side. We thought we had history on our side. We had every single thing on our side. And the Supreme Court had heard every single argument that Mississippi had put forth and rejected it. So when we saw Alito's draft, I'll just share with you guys. I mean, it was a Monday night, right? I had my glass of wine on a Monday, like ready to ease into just a quiet evening. And I start getting text messages that are like, oh my God, what is this? What is that? Like, and it just, your brain starts unraveling thinking, wait, it's a political article. Wait, there's a link attached to it. Is this even real? And I read it that night. And I will say that it was just really the worst aspect of everything that Mississippi was asking for, right? Justice Alito had just adopted it in wholesale. And then when we found out it was a real draft the next day that it had been authenticated by Chief Justice Roberts, it felt like just devastating, but I still had to believe that that wasn't gonna be the final opinion, right? Um, and even if it was, what was shocking to me about that day and getting the opinion, which honestly, I just thought it would actually be the last day. I actually thought my July 4th was kind of ruined yeah. rather than that, rather than my birthday. Again.
1: Rather, than right. you know my birthday well, was actually on Saturday so
3: was it Saturday okay July 4th is my birthday busy, <gasps> so I was just like Wait,
1: that was fully that was expecting. my that was my daughter cricket's uh due date and she came the second but I oh my yeah, god okay well, no wonder we well love each other both,
0: happy birthday both,
3: happy birthday well thank you I actually got to have the day but I just was fully like okay this year doesn't count like because the opinion's gonna drop on the first I just thought that they would just do it on the last possible day mm-hmm. But then Friday you know, morning, I'm like refreshing SCOTUS blog, like a crazy person. I have like all the windows. Our team has basically a minute by minute, like, this is what happens. Like, you know, everyone at the center has like all these different roles. It wasn't just the litigators. It's like comms and development. And, and all of these folks have like all of these things assigned to them. And then I see on SCOTUS blog, someone saying, Dobbs is here. Oh my God. And I will just say like my heart. Like, I just didn't even know. I still have like chills actually just relaying this right now. And I just was like, I had like a, okay, brain flip into action. Like my body and brain kind of separated. Yeah. And I just start clicking. And the, the Supreme Court website does not work at this moment, right? Because so many people are doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, including our clients who I'll talk about in a bit. But like, just refresh, 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 refresh. I'm just getting like pings on. And then I see the decision and I see that Justice Alito wrote it. And then I like, I'm just like, my heart sinks like to below my feet, right? Like more than that. Um, And I'm a little emotional about it because I just was like, I cannot believe that. And then what we go into super hyper gear, like, okay, put your emotions on the shelf and just read it. So we had our team read it. And I think what's most devastating to me was how substantively not different. It was Mm. from the leak Mm. and that vitriol, Mm -hmm. that hatred towards women and people who can become pregnant that like disregard for the law and all the precedent that had been there before. All of that was there. Even the most disgusting facts, right? I mean, he puts like an 18th century yes. gentleman's magazine in support as a footnote. Right. He's dog whistling to the other justices, right? And and all of that remained. And I think that was what was so hard. Also, like having a first draft of Justice Alito, who I knew we were never going to get his vote, right? <laughs> like we knew that, right. right? But then so-called like these other justices who are considered more moderate than him, Didn't moderate that decision. So I I just want your listeners to know, right, it was just full on the same way it was drafted in February when that was supposed to be drafted and no one tempered it.
1: Even given even given the outrage of the leak and what the leak had contained within, I mean, the opinion that was in there, which is essentially exactly what has been given.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's what's so hard. Also, like, of course, I'm devastated by the decision. I'm devastated as a lawyer, as a woman, as a person who represents our clients, providers. But I'm also devastated by the fact that, like, after all of that, they don't they don't care about the public. right? Because actually, the public, like, found out more about the case and poll after poll showed, like, increasing support Mm -hmm. for abortion rights after the leak. And they basically were like, we don't care. And that's a pure flex of power yeah and a pure like mm. just disregard for all of us
0: jenny do, i've read that a lot of people a lot of people that i trust and consider uh to be really smart um theorized that alito might have leaked it himself um i just wonder like what w- if that were true what would be the strategy just to like get us used to it or
3: I don't know. I will say I've heard a lot of conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. And I think from everything from like someone left it on the train to like Jenny Thomas put it somewhere or one of the conservative justices leaked it. I, I don't know. Um, I, I actually don't know what the reasoning would be because the public sentiment was so harsh, right? right? So I don't know what I don't know what would have motivated anyone to do it, especially because it was so unknown how the public was necessarily going to react to that.
0: Right, Well, I also read that there, like, was a theory that it was leaked by, you know, the justices in support to, like, lock in anyone who might have been wavering, like John Roberts seems the most likely to— yeah.
3: I mean, look, I would love to have been a fly on the wall yeah. right, to, through all of this, yeah. um, but we just don't know. And I think the important thing, and, and look, it's fun to kind of think about all the different theories, but the important thing is just how much harm Alito drafted and then how much in the real majority opinion we saw none of that mitigated. And just that tells you everything you need to know yeah. about who's on the court today. Yeah. It's a crap time to have my job. Is what
0: I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and we know you have been working so hard to just file motions and do all the things that lawyers are feverishly doing behind the scenes. So, since the ruling came down, what have what yeah. has your life been?
3: Yeah, let me tell you, it's been fast and furious. Um, So I described to you just reading, getting up to reading the opinion that day was just hectic, as you can imagine. And then, of course, there are 13 trigger bans Mm -hmm. in place in states and 11 pre-Row bans. And what that means is that a state can move ahead to ban abortion if and when Row is overturned Mm -hmm. in whole or in part. And guess what? As we've been saying and as we've been warning, Mm -hmm. right, the states moved, wasted no time. They moved to enforce those trigger bans as quickly as possible. Um, and we know that at least as of today, there's about 10 states that tried to. So our team, I mean, I will say across the board, not just at the center, but like our partner organizations at the that Planned Parenthood and at ACLU, we just sprung into action to just start drafting um, and have been working on all these different scenarios and in my case, I'm the lead counsel in a Louisiana case. I was going to ask you, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, if you were
1: Louisiana, yeah. I am Louisiana. We
3: were the first one. And I just want to say some good news because it's really important. Um, we were able to temporarily stop the trigger bans because Louisiana has three because not one ban is enough in Louisiana, right? So they have three trigger bans. We're able to put that on, on, on pause until our hearing um, later in July. But I will say today... There were 39 patients who were scheduled and showed up. Every single staff member from our clinic, Hope Clinic, showed up and is at work today. And like those people's lives have changed. So we are literally fighting for every hour, every day, every week that we possibly can. And it has been nonstop. I will say from Friday to Saturday, uh, sorry, Friday to Sunday, I basically slept like eight hours in total before we marched into court. We were working on papers until 4.30 in the morning. We marched into, you know, printing was happening at 6 a.m. And it was just like, we're going to do everything possible. And it's been just crazy. (laughs) And I think this podcast actually is the first time I've taken a moment to breathe, and last night I got six hours of sleep, so that was like good. And I feel like a human being. oh, again. good.
0: We need, yeah, we need you to take care of yourself so that you can keep no, oh, Jenny. Up despite.
3: Fuck. But seriously, Louisiana, and then we just heard today, I want to share more good news. Mm-hmm. We got a t- temporary restraining order in Texas, so those clinics are back providing, yeah, I saw- for up until
1: six. I saw Amy Hagstrong Miller from Whole Women's Health. I saw her post. Yeah, I texted uh, Amy to be like, I don't know if you're getting this from
3: court, but I'm going to let you know that this ha- just happened. And So it's it's wonderful. I mean, it shouldn't be this way, but right now we're just fighting for every minute.
0: Right. And thanks to people like you, there is some hope we're not helpless. Do you have any advice for what people like Busy and... I can do people like our listeners what we can do because I think a lot of people are just feeling like well fuck what now you know like like we did what we thought we were supposed to do we voted and then we screamed like hell when this opinion was leaked and now what now like other than like just leaving it to you now what for the rest of us. Well,
3: don't, don't leave it to me because a girl's got to sleep once in a while <laughs> and have her glass of wine once in a while. So that's that's all good. I will say a few things. First, let's take a moment. I think we're all processing in all sorts of ways, right? I've had colleagues just cry a lot. I've had people who are just in like go mode. I've had like waves of that. We're all bearing this national tragedy that occurred on Friday. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think we need to take a beat. I know where everyone's like, what's next? What's next? And like, that's great. This fight is going to be really long Mm -hmm. and we need all of us and even more of us. Like I would actually push back on it a little bit on we were doing everything because all of a sudden and I love my friends and all, but like they're super way more interested. And I'm like, y'all should have been interested way before, yes. right? I'm sure you all are feeling this too. Busy was there doing all this stuff before too, but like not more since Friday, but y'all should have been there before mm-hmm. and more of us, mm-hmm. right? So that's number 1, I think. Start small, talk about abortion with your family members, with your friends. You'd be so surprised. Like I will say that like I was well into my 30s before my mom told me about her abortion and it was not because of stigma even. She just was like, "Oh, it never like occurred to tell you. And I was like, but why? We have a really good relationship and we're very honest with each other. But that's what I mean. Just like maybe ask. Cause you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like one in four, right, women have had abortions and you'd be surprised how common it is, how you know. And so maybe in that way we actually recognize that this is essential health care, mm-hmm. right? That you could have a lot of feelings personally, like, and we all live like multi like issue, multi-self lives. And you could be Catholic and gay and support abortion and right, like all of these different things that you could sure. be in in yourself. And so I think that's first talk about it a lot, um, and have men talk about it because mm-hmm. I think men aren't talking about it way enough because men and dudes have also benefited from abortion, whether <laughs> they know it or not. Um, and then really, oh, they know I it, think, phrase- Jenny.
1: Just FYI. Do they know it? Yeah, they fucking know ing- it. They're just, they're just. Then they, they, they're ignored. They are ignored. Lot. I agree. I think that they're, I think that it's just, you know, a willful ignorance, ignorance <laughs> in acknowledging how important abortion is in every single one of their lives. Yeah. No. And like, look, it's devastating,
3: right? For the people who need the care directly, but it's about how your families are constructed. And I just want to, I know we're getting off the what to do. I'll get to that. No, no, but no, like it's okay. No, it's fine. I want, I,
1: we're going all over the place. That's how the brain is working. <laughs> these brain how days, how our po- also, like, Jenny, Jenny, it's how our podcast works.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, I've listened. I, I've listened. So um, I just, you know, do want to say the opinion really lays out a roadmap to go after everything that anyone might care about. So look, if you're like, hey, I'm a little bit older or my family's constructed exactly the way I want it, or I'm a guy or I'm a person without a uterus. This doesn't affect me. Well, it does because that opinion roadmapped every single right that they can go after. And if a person doesn't have their right to their own body, then they have rights to nothing. Right. And I I mean, like, yes, the opinion has like a little aside. That's like, well, abortion's really different because this is a singular type of, procedure that um, involves a fetus. Well, no, actually the logic of that decision means that interracial marriage is at play, gay marriages at play, mm-hmm. LGBTQ rights overall, mm-hmm. even how you raise your children is actually at play because Roe is a foundation in which those cases um, were like deeply grounded. And I really like to give you know um, non-legal audiences the metaphor of the sweater like Roe is like that piece of string that like kept your sweater like together. And when you pull that apart, it's, it's all up for unraveling. And these justices have made very clear that they're up for it, right? And so it's really scary. It's a crazy time to be living in. I know there's an onslaught of news. I know people have short attention spans, but um, you know this decision really affects everyone. I, I hope people understand that. I also just hope that, like, it has really, you know, it's not hyperbole to say that women will die and it will create, you know, crime scenes out of miscarriages and, like, even in wanted pregnancies, ectopic pregnancies, like, it's just really far-reaching. And I really hate kind of the misinformation out there and maybe going back to your, what do we do? Like, don't listen to the misinformation. Like, I know there's a lot on Twitter and, like, online. And there's a lot of, like, oh, well, this is just for, like, later abortion? No, no, no. It's going to, it's the whole enchilada. So I think talking about it, talking about real facts, finding trustworthy sources. Um, I would say right now, um, abortion funds are doing more work than ever. So National Network of Abortion Funds really needs your help. Um, and just like taking a little beat to process. And then we can think about long-term solutions, right? As we have been. Um, but I think those are the immediate steps in the next few weeks at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this is like a lot of the stuff that like we've talked about a lot on our podcast and, you know, for a long time. Um, but I also just wanted to get your thoughts as a lawyer about, Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. We talked a couple last week or two weeks ago, Casey, about the synagogue in Florida that was suing um the state and DeSantis for the for their extreme abortion ban because it obviously impinges on religious freedom, right. But I guess my question is if if okay, first of all, is that a good path forward? Secondly, does it even fucking matter? Because it feels like they've thrown everything out the window. So far. they put they put prayer back in. Schools. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. prayers back. Like it's they're not outright saying that this is a Christian nation. But but they, wait until a Muslim teacher tries to lead their class
0: in I prayer. Know.
3: That was literally what I said yesterday after the opinion. I said, okay. Muslim teacher, a Wiccan teacher, Jewish reading,
0: <laughs> Jewish right. teacher trying to I mean that that will be an absolute shit show the second anyone tries to do that.
3: Yeah. It's basically creating a priority of rights, I think is what's happening. But so right, like guns, religion, like nothing substantive, nothing 14th Amendment, right? Like it's all underneath that. Yeah,
0: guns, Christianity, actually, and and yeah, and then
1: Everything that Christianity hates, I guess. (laughs) In the name of Christianity? Everything that Christianity hates, in the name of Christianity. Yes. And by the way, like, we had this conversation on the podcast
0: Facebook group this week, um, a, a lively conversation about, no, not all Christians. There are obviously some amazing Christians that are in this and fighting the fight alongside us. but. Let's just say that sometimes we're using shorthand and we're saying Christians. We know not all Christians, but a lot of people are doing a lot of really bad shit in the name of Christianity. And that's who we're talking about, that we mean them.
3: And I will say, just representing abortion providers, right? Like every religion, including a lot of Christians, oh, yeah, get abortion care. So, period, right? Like, this is not a Singular religion issue, singular issue at all. Every single person, including mothers, including people that you know, right? Access abortion care, and it's really important.
0: Well, it really brings me back, Jenny, to, you know, I was the showrunner for Busy's late night talk show, and one of the moments that I'm most proud of is that one night Busy came out and did the monologue, and the monologue that night... Was addressing all of these bans uh, that were that were being drafted abortion in the, the abortion the extreme abortion, extreme abortion, yeah, yeah, extreme abortion mm-hmm. bans that were trying to be passed in the states, and um, Busy just told her story. And we worked really hard on, you know, on um, the exact words that she was going to use. And the thing that we wanted to communicate to people was, you might think that this doesn't affect you or that you don't know anyone who would ever want or need this, but you know me. And this is my story. One Mm -hmm. in four women will need or want to access abortion services before she turns 40, women or people who can become pregnant. And that's a lot of people. We all know more than four people. So to your point of saying like how much this affects our lives, I think that, you know, this is a real moment where we have to pull our head out of the sand and look around us to our left and right and ask, so maybe not exactly me, but who in my life, who in my life would, would this affect? And is this a person that I would fight for as much as I would fight for myself? Um, so, but I, people were sharing that clip around because like hashtag, you know, me became like a national thing. And I'm really proud of busy and I'm really proud of the way that we said it and what we did on that show. And you couldn't have done it on any other show. Um, which is why I thought having that show was important.
3: It's incredibly, incredibly important. So first busy, thank you. And I just want I hope it becomes like this big movement, right? And that is why I'm like, say the word abortion. Don't Mm -hmm. call it anything else. Say it, like take on that scarlet A, right? And the power of storytelling, like you're describing of Busy telling her story of other folks telling their story is so, so significant because I think that's how you do movement building. People have kind Mm -hmm. of been really quiet about this and it's time to really shout it out.
1: Well, the other thing that's so interesting too is like, you know, I think that there was a lot, I mean, there is so much misinformation and yeah, also clearly like Republicans don't know how bodies work, which is weird. Like they just like, weird. don't know about anatomy and like.
3: Busy. Imagine telling a federal judge this as well. Who's like trying to describe, like trying to explain what abortion care is or
1: reproductive rights is to,
3: to someone. I've had some hilarious interactions.
1: Have you? Cause I'm like, just like, I'm always stunned when I hear these, like that, fucking lady. I Was she a congressperson or something that was like, women should control the ejaculate that goes into them? And I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, have you, That's have how you had sex?
3: <laughs> Look, I don't know who's doing it for political reasons, but I will say one of the problems, right, in some of these places that are trying to trigger bans or have some of these most awful restrictions is that they don't do comprehensive sex education, right? They don't pay any money towards maternal health and mortality and infant mortality. So once you're born, there's like no help whatsoever for families. These are states that are rejecting also Medicaid funds. So like when you can actually contribute to healthcare towards family members, they're saying, no, no, we don't even want that. Right. So I'm not surprised busy, but I'm also, you know, I think some people do it for political gain and some people, um, you know, are just not being offered that education.
1: Well, and I also think, you know, the tie to not just like not it's it's about being able to even have children. Abortion is about procreation. I mean, absolutely. Period. Like I yeah. know many women who would not be able to have. Babies were it not for abortion care, and that piece of it to me, I know I know Christian women, Casey and Jenny. I you know like I know people who are who have needed abortion care in moments that, and that has led them to become parents. Like, this piece, the reductive nature. Of these motherfuckers is really does. I mean, what you said, like when you read that, how the decision came down, it feels like women and people with uteruses are deeply hated. Yes. I
3: mean, look, they're using logic. This the majority is using logic of when the 14th Amendment was ratified, right? So if you are not a fulsome person in 1868, then we have no place for you in the 2022 Supreme Court, right? That's what they're saying. So that's why I want to really sound this alarm, right? So you're absolutely right, Busy. Women, disdain. Black folks, disdain. LGBTQI folks, disdain. Frankly, white men who don't own property, disdain, right? Like you have to realize like who had rights during that time and to me, this is why it's the ultimate gaslighting because you can use these judicial philosophies like they say, oh, it's originalism and textualism. But what does that really mean? It means who had rights during White that time supremacy.
1: It means white supremacy. White males, white patriarchal, patriarchal yeah. supremacy.
3: It, it's a raw grab right now Oof. to dictate our lives and our bodies and our future. And so we need to really like shout it out, say this all the time, bore every single person who's going to listen to us about this, including lawmakers. Like it's enough, right? Like pass the Women's Health Protection Act. This is something that Congress can actually do. Bust the filibuster for it. Like seriously, if not this, then what? Like half the population in this country, come on. Do you care? Do you not? WIPA, by the way, just so folks know, is a federal legislation that- (laughs) <laughs> OK, they know this audience knows, but call your damn senators and house people demand it and get involved in state politics. Right. I know that's not satisfactory, but look, the fight for justice is super long and it's tiring and we need to get our rest when we can. But we need everyone to be firing on all cylinders, including at the local level. We, we slept we fell asleep at the wheel on some of totally. this stuff, right? Like we let, lost states. Every single state has supporters of these issues. We are the vast majority of Americans, and we need to remember that and just go fiercely with that knowledge, right? Because I think sometimes the vocal minority of the crazy Mm -hmm. people are overshadowing what, like, most of us want. Yeah. And that's not sustainable in a democracy, in my view. Like, we cannot have an Mm anti-majoritarian like everything. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, that's exactly true. It was a majority opinion of the Supreme Court, but it is not what is wanted by the majority of Americans. And let's remember that an unpopularly elected president installed many of the justices that created this majority in the Supreme Court. So if you're feeling discouraged and you're feeling alone, this is not something that the majority of Americans want. This Supreme Court does not represent the desires of this
1: country. At all. At all. 100%. I think I'm going to say something now. Say it. Go on, go on. <laughs> I think it was a grave miscalculation on their part. I think that Republicans who want to stay in office are going to start to try to distance themselves from an idea that uh, abortion should be completely banned. I think it's going to be surprising to their side. I think it already has been surprising to them. Yeah. What a time. Time time. to be alive. What a time to be alive. Jenny, I got to say something. (laughs) You are rad. You've been rad since you were 18 years old. (laughs) I'm so grateful that grownups like you are helping to try to course correct this fucking insane ship that is so off track we're like, we don't know where it is. We don't even... We can't even... Every day is a new journey. We're, we're charting new territory. We're like... I don't know. Plotting a new thing. I do... I think there's an opportunity, right? Like, we could... This actually... If we can be... If we can stay loud, stay motivated, continue to show up, and all of the people who are now like, oh, shit, those people continue to show up. We do have an opportunity. They could pass the Women's Health Protection Act, guys. It is 100% possible.
3: I agree. Look, at the end of the day, again, I really want to shout this. We are the majority and we have just totally veered off course. I don't even know where the course is right now. I just need people to like use their might to push it back. And we pay for all of these legislators' salaries, they depend on our votes, right? So we can course correct as a movement, as a people's movement. So it's just, to me, a really excellent time if this is a traumatic injury that we are all facing and will continue to face. to keep your pedal on the gas. I know it's tiring, but just do it. Come come in and out, but um, reimagine what might be possible so that we can all expand and intersect in way more creative and intentional ways. Wait, I have a question. And just
1: take that rage and fear and channel it into action folks. <laughs> who, I'm like, seriously. Who, I'm looking, I'm <laughs> just Googling right now who voted against WIPA the last time. Cause it just was, it was just Yeah. It, it just was um again. Oh my god. It was right after the leak. Right. right. D- yeah, all of that information is available to y'all. Go, go at it, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we need to do. Let's just like, we're just going to Google who voted against. I mean, obviously, Manchin. But that's like the craziest thing, too, is like Susan Collins and Joe Manchin, like being like, I mean, they told us that they wouldn't overturn Roe. Like, oh, my God. It's such posturing and such bullshit. It's like, guys, you wanted this. This is what you wanted. I know. But that's why I'm Susan Collins being
3: like, Oh, Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch lied to me. I'm, I don't know what to do. And like so much attention on her. Ugh. And then Manchin now being like, I would do something to make sure that Roe is law of the land. I'm like, uh, Sir, you can that vote already. Yeah. You actually it can. You could have. You have a lot of power. He could do so many things. And you know why things. that is? I will say that is because he's heard from West Virginia voters. And that is why it's so important for people to speak up and push folks. Because WIPA is a solution. It is
1: one. It's a one way. It is one way. And we have to work on all we the ways. We have to work on
0: all the ways.
3: But this is one way that can happen, right? We passed it in the House.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We are, if, if we busted and Manchin were the vote, right? Like we could have it happen as law of the land. And that would prevent so much devastation
1: and just leave the Supreme Court aside, right? We, yeah. That would be just key. Murkowski... No. I mean, we can just come on, Romney. No. Huh. Interesting. Shocking.
3: Hmm, shocking. And it's all people, right? Like, and and I think circling back to our point about this not just being about abortions, but about families, right? It's so interesting to me when I see people with like no children, one or two children, right? That's called family planning. That's all enshrined in this right too, right? Like when some of the justices bring out their children and there's only like two of them. I'm like, Hmm, I wonder how that happened. That's not a mystery, right? Like that's called family planning. Right. And that's all incorporated into this. Right. I right. Mean, the hypocrisy
1: the, guys. I mean, the hypocrisy. Right, it's like, it's like the hypocrisy is, is nothing new really, but sure, what sure. we need to do and continue to do, I guess is, is show up, put pressure, put people in, there are, you know, there are seats available. There are. The midterms are going to be really important. Really, really fucking important. Yes. And really important for us to show them how much of a miscalculation this was. Kick fucking people, incumbents out of office who voted against WIPA who've been wanting this. Like, I just, like, just show up.
0: Yeah. Yep. <sighs> midterms are I mean, notoriously... People don't vote. Large people yeah. don't vote. Yeah. It,
1: People should vote up and
3: down the line on abortion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's you it. Just,
3: we have if to. If you don't know the position and if someone's flip-flopping or not being like vague, you should just be like, what is your position? That's what I'm going to vote on. We need more people who support abortion rights to make this an issue because honestly, only one side has been making it an issue that's right. and
0: voting on that. Right.
1: And that's not enough. It's not enough. And it's um, just
0: the first domino. Exactly,
1: Jenny. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us because um, I know you're exhausted and you deserve your wine tonight. Your Monday night wine, uh, even though it's Tuesday. Yes. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, the weekday wine. It's just been weekday wine. Yeah, let it flow. I get it. It's rose season. I know,
1: <laughs> babe. I'm actually very much with you. Um, but we so appreciate all the work that you're doing and continue to do to fight for people in states. I also fucking hate it when I hear people being like, "Oh, thank God, I live in." insert your fucking state here guys no no, it's not safe they're coming for it everywhere this is the miscalculations
3: that people are making
1: right like they are so
3: bold they've already said it and don't think it can't happen because if the midterms go wrong and there's a president of a certain party i mean then we have a nationwide ban and it doesn't matter if you live in california or new york or one of the states that has espoused to support abortion rights they're coming
1: They're coming. They will
3: not stop. And so we can't stop, right? That's what I'm just trying to say. That's it. I wish we lived in a different timeline, folks. But like, seriously. Jenny, you and me both. You and me both. You know, but
1: let's keep at it. We're going to keep at it. And I'm just so grateful to see you after all these years. It's been like literally... 25 years, but it's so nice to see you. Way too long, way (laughs)
3: too long. So nice to see you too, y'all. And thank you for everything that you do. Thanks,
1: Jenny. And getting
3: this issue out and busy. I saw you with Amy at Whole Woman's Health, and it made me just like, just emotional (laughs) to to see because, you know, I'll just share one story and I'll get out of your head. No, please share them all. Amy, Amy and I were like once talking about like all these reactions, and sometimes even from patients that come into Whole Woman's Health and other abortion clinics being like, oh, this is a normal doctor's office. Right. And it's like, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. It's actually one of the nicest doctor's offices that I've ever been in. Like, you know, and like the care that you get is so compassionate and supportive. And I'm just like, I would like that stigma to be stripped away. And it's just so interesting to me when people say that and, or reporters who go to clinics say this and I'm like, that's
1: what it is guys. Abortion is healthcare. Period. That's it. Full stop. It is healthcare. Um, Jenny, love you. Thank you for all the work. Okay. I'm out of your hair. Goodbye,
2: guys.
3: Up the good work. You're the
1: best.
0: You keep up the good work too. Take good yeah. care of yourself, Jenny. Thank you so yeah. much. Remember, get yeah, some sleep. We're
1: going to do it. Will do. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. It was
1: good to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah it's a lot it's just making me like i just it's it's just ah uh, when jenny started crying i was just like i can't yeah. like i can't yeah. and it's just she also like didn't even get into jackson women's health like the people that work there the clients that they have um i've met them um in DC.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I know. I know.
1: Uh,
0: I think we just have to and I have cried and felt like crying a million times over, you know, just oh I I can't even say this past week because it's been before that and then before that. But I think we just have to keep walking forward, crying, you know, like classic New York City vibes, how people just cry in public on the way to whatever it is that they're rushing to. That's just like my life now, you know, and I'm glad Jenny said it. People kind of slept on this. People slept on it. And when you say, thank God I live in California and not such and such a place, you are sleeping on the interconnectedness that we need to solve this. And when you are, to be honest, not asking your mom about her story or like wh- whatever people are trying to share with you, and you're not like following up and asking questions because it's like uncomfortable and weird. Like, if someone's trying to tell you their story and they're trusting you with it, I think we have to listen. We have to do better at listening to the people that are doing the best they can to tell their stories because of what this has done to them, what a trauma this has been for them. Like, again, maybe you think you don't know anyone, but maybe it's that you weren't listening. I read somebody really smart, who I can't remember who it was, said, (laughs) if you think that you don't know anyone who's ever had an abortion, it just means that nobody trusts you enough to tell you about their abortion.
1: Oof. By the way. Yeah.
0: So, you know, so maybe you think you don't know anyone, but maybe it's just that. (laughs) Maybe it's you. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's you, or maybe we just need to listen a little bit more and open our minds to the reasons why people are saying this is important. We're preaching to the choir here. I know it. I know all of you are on the same page that we're on. But um, I hope that, you know, I I think that Jenny struck a, a good balance of being like, this is a bellwether. This is a warning. But there
1: is hope. Right, but we cannot fucking let up. You guys. This is, and I know Melissa keeps emailing us from the States Project about all of your groups out there raising money for different candidates, different places, whatever you're doing, you're giving circles and how, what, how impactful they are and that's it, man. We got to like, and that's not enough. Like, right. And then that's not enough. And then right. that's not enough. And you're like, I'm tired. And I guess that's just the thing. Like, we can't let up in this moment. Like, it has to... We have to... We have to go as fucking hard as these motherfuckers have gone. Yeah. Like, I... But just, like, with better fashion. <laughs> and, like, honestly... <gasps> Cuter faces. <laughs> well, I don't care how
0: you show up. You can show up with your, with your ugliest I was just,
1: outfit. Uh, no, you can't. I was just thinking, <laughs> I won't, I don't accept it. Like I was literally just thinking, I was thinking about like the, all the pictures. I was actually just, th- I was honestly. Yeah. I was just thinking about the January 6th insurrection and all the pictures, the photos of that and like, you know, fucking a non jack off with his <laughs> horns on his head and like wearing like the American flag speedo and the shot, whatever, like the pelts of a thousand golden doodles or whatever the fuck he was wearing. Like, I was just thinking about like how... Like, honestly, there is a tie to it. Like, they just, like, don't – they're not existing in the Reality. in the human r- world. They're not existing in humanity. Like, they're not existing among people. They're, yeah. like – well it's it's like a fandom, right? Or it's like a they're in a video game. A cult. Oh, it's definitely a cult. No, but I think they're like I think they're like in a video game. Do you know what I mean? Like I think they think they're in some sort of video game. I just think we can I just think we can show up cuter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if it is a video game. I just like want our mods to be better.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. That 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 all makes sense. Well, I can tell you that when this ruling w- hit the news, a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, emergency podcast." And um which we didn't do because we just had to like wrap our own heads around it as moms and people who have had children and people who have chosen not to have other children and uh, just, you know, just as busy in Casey. And so we didn't do an emergency pod, which I, fe- I did feel a little guilty about. I felt like, well, are we letting people down? But also I thought people would understand. So I just did a, p- a quick post on Facebook saying like, here's why we're not doing it. We're going, we're going to demonstrations and we're like taking action Please, in this thread, like, so that we don't let despair set in, please, like, share what you're doing. And so many people shared pictures of their local demonstrations, where they were. They shared actions that they were taking. And it was a really huge deal. But I will say that all the pictures, everybody looked very cute. So you'd be proud. I don't think anyone showed up in any type of
1: horns or pelts. Guys, we're not wearing horns to this. No. no. Not even really pussy hats to be honest. I like I mean, and thank god cuz you know what, let's just retire that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry guys. No, uh, yeah, it was a moment. No, I think we need to just be a little bit more inclusive than that. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it it was a moment and, Here's, and now we're having a different moment.
1: Also, what on that on that day Friday, I had ske- scheduled I had already had scheduled to go do the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Mm -hmm. That girl, Amanda, who I met at Jenny Mullen's book party. Right. And she does like, it's like a very pop culture-y Kardashians mostly, I think, is her vibe. I don't know, like reality. I don't fuck. I actually don't know. (laughs) You know I don't know anything. Yes. Especially podcasts. Of course. Obviously. But I think it's super successful, like really popular. That's amazing. Well, I mean, it wasn't for me when I was like, I have to be there in an hour and I've just right. like, and I can't stop crying. Right. And I thought about canceling, but I already had canceled on her right. once. And as a person with a podcast that sometimes has guests, that is a bummer. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I like, I she's a nice person and I didn't want to fuck her shit up with yeah. my with, with my shit. emotions. <laughs> and also I then was like, you know what? This is an interesting audience that's not necessarily my audience, who maybe doesn't fully know about all of the things that we talk about ad nauseum on this podcast. And so I really just took I really just took my space and my time. And I knew she had a lot of things to ask me about. My opinions on Kardashians or pop culture, whatever. And I just spent the majority of the time talking about abortion. I mean, just abortion and like (laughs) what's happening and what this means and what, where we go from here. And so if you needed an emergency podcast, I apologize But also, you didn't need this information. You already had it. You already had it. Because we've been doing an emergency podcast. This entire podcast, since its inception, has been an emergency podcast. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: What will we do one day when there are no more
1: emergencies? I'm envisioning that time. Honestly, Mm. we're going to fucking have a pina colada (laughs) at camp. At At camp. camp. And lay out by the pool (laughs) at camp. Okay. I got to take my um, ungovernable temper and I got to go pick up cracks in a little bit. So... (laughs) All right,
0: guys, we love you. Thank love you, you so much for subscribing to the podcast and downloading the podcast. We appreciate it. And also, um, the algorithm on Instagram, I feel like it's really keeping us down. So, just a heads up that we're doing. Uh, Not the,
1: surprising.
0: <laughs> we're doing cancer season giveaways on our Instagram. So, if you didn't see that post, maybe just look on our timeline because it's on the grid. And you can participate. It's super easy, and because I want someone to win something, and and Instagram seems like they don't care if anyone wins anything. So you know, maybe that's maybe it's a
1: Substack giveaway.
0: Maybe. Well, we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll port Cancer Season Month over to Substack. We'll see, or maybe we'll do giveaways on Substack in the future. But right now, it's up there on Instagram. Go enter, and uh, for a chance to win a prize, because it's super fun.
1: Sounds excellent. <laughs> we All right, love guys. You. We love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. I don't
2: know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best
1: sweet 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 sweet